describes acts of extreme violence in graphic detail and may include discussions about demonology and the occult, topics that caused widespread panic during the 1980s. This content may not be suitable for children under the age of 50. Viewer and listener discretion is advised. tunnels 
potentially crushing and suffocating any creature who arrived by means of a portal. So basically, it's it's like the New York subway. Yes. At like five o'clock, which you'd be familiar with being a New, uh, New York boy. I don't know how often you you went into the city, the uh, Manhattan. You were where, well. Brooklyn? The, well, the. I lived in Queens, and that's very good. So you have been to the city because you would, those who live in the city, the city is Manhattan. That's right. So, so right, I'm sure there's there's degrees of snobby. Right, when if you're from New, any of the boroughs, then you can be a bit snobby about being from New York when you go to other places. Right. But then within the city, within New York City itself, there's I'm sure there's snobbiness, obviously. Sure. And in Manhattan, yeah. there's going to be massive levels of snobbiness, right? Right. It's. Better to live in a roach-infested studio in Manhattan than a beautiful home in Brooklyn. Is well, that's what people the, in Manhattan say. Right, exactly. You, did, you probably would disagree. There are some who disagree. So, and I say that's why I live in Florida, because I got tired of that. So. You got tired of the snobbiness. So, right, people from Manhattan looking down on you. So, yeah, this is horrible. So, like, wait, we arrived. I don't know. We arrived, and just immediately. So it's basically like... We arrive via like a portal and we're right. in like a New York subway. And we're like, correct. Hey. Grand Central Station, <laughs> rush hour, crushed with mains. All the dead mains. That's right. Exactly. Are they That's what it says. What do you think would happen? Do you think they would notice us? Or are they just going about their business like they're trying to get home to their families? Well, I think it's, again, this is a, uh, conjecture. I think we have uh, a life force. And we would not be, you know, one of these things is not like the other kind of thing. So, oh, well, they, yeah, oh, that could be problematic. Because you know, the nice thing about New York is, you know, I think a lot of people think, well, you know, New York people are are mean and evil. But I think you know what's great about New York is for for a lot of a lot of people, you go there and just no one pays any attention to you at all. Right, You're just exactly. relevant. Right, just walk by you. Right, right. It, that could be good. That right. could be bad. I could be dying. Right. Well, that, that's when it's bad. That's when it's yeah. bad. But a lot of the time, it can be quite good. I yeah, you're, you're, you're an anonymous. And, and uh, real aside, my brother uh, is a few years older than me. He drove cabs when he was wow. in high school and college. And he would have famous people, Dustin Hoffman and these folks. And, you know, they, they expected not to be, you know, mobbed with pictures and stuff because they're just like, yeah, okay, it's Dustin Hoffman. Okay, whatever, you know. Yeah, that's right. They're like, yeah. As a matter of fact, they might be like kind of, uh, yeah, they might even be rude to them. You know, I could, big deal. <laughs> so you're Dustin cares? Hoffman. Whatever. Right. Forget about it. Did your brother say, please, just one, for one time, please, Mr. Hoffman, just say, hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking here. Yeah, I don't know if he did. You know, <laughs> you know it's also kind of a generation. I don't know how, uh, how much of a fan. Not that, not the, you know, my brother watched movies, but I don't know if he was, because again, that's, Still generational. It would be like if my sons met Dustin Hoffman. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. I, he, he, he played it off as very matter of fact. Whether that was the true case or not, I don't know. Well, I understand that because I remember, you know, years ago, it's like it's an older guy's like, you know, no, you know who's who's hot? Raquel Welch. And I'm like, I'm... Oh, there you go. That's it was about time. Let's see if you come back. Hold on. Frozen me. Did I frozen you? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's a totally relevant. The gods wanted me to freeze on that one. Okay. So yeah. So this layer has been uh, had been unclaimed into the primordial Olamec. Olameg. Oh, so, oh Olamec. my God! I'm yeah. glad you corrected me before we talked to him, because he just went like, yeah. <laughs> you mispronounced my name, claiming the layer as his domain. Who the hell does he think? I'm sorry. Who the abyss does he think he is? 
is right. starting to endlessly devour. Oh, the mains to satiate his equally endless. Oh, so it's a little bit like, you know, it's it's he's like a big, he's like one of those. He's a big one of those jelly cubes. Sorry, it's very early. Gelatinous, gelatinous cube. Yes, it's early. So yeah, he's like a big gelatinous cube. He's is he doing a service? You know, it's a little bit like what. Well, and what it says is under page seventeen, which is interesting. Killing them simply dissipates them into stinking clouds of vapor, which reform into mains one day. So that's oh, that's not too bad. It really is like New York City then. <laughs> so there's like it's just like this noxious smell. I mean, how long is so? So he eats them all. Well, here, but here's the problem: demon lords and princes sometimes feed upon these creatures, destroying them utterly. And I was when I read that I felt kind of sad, even though these are evil people. It's just like you are a very unlucky, evil person. Then I, we talked a little bit about. Did we talk about hell last time? And you know, if yes, because ghosts were from hell; yeah, they were lawfully, and that should be your goal. Because do you really? I mean, are you playing the long game very well here? If you're lawful evil or you're chaotic evil, I mean, you understand what's down the road. Probably you got to be pretty confident, right? I mean, you're. You're not going to be given. Right. You're not going to become Orcus, obviously. I mean, there's only one Orcus. So, yeah. What's what's the thought process? Are you just not caring? Are you not believe it? Ah, it's mumbo jumbo. Abyss. I'm an a- hubris. I, I think that's what it is. I think it's hubris. I think anyone. Well, it's, when you join the whatever corporation, right, and you start in the mail clerk, you think you're going to become the CEO one yeah. day, right? I mean, so, a lot of people don't, but some do. Some think, hey, I'm going to. But you know, if the CEO came down and ate ate you in the mailroom, you'd be that would change your attitude a little bit. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'd work faster. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I gotta get working. Is, do you? Can you become a devil or a demon? Like not a sub demon. I don't mean you know like these lemures or 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 these mains. Can you become like a big time dad? Like, how does that happen? Is that because I'd like to know before I decide to be lawful evil or chaotic evil? I'd like to know. Like, was Asmodeus just some dude who was like really evil and like somebody I don't know who, some deity gave him devil status? What do you think? Uh, my understanding, it's uh, of the cosmology, which has changed every edition. My understanding of the cosmology as it stood in first edition, like they talked about, is that there were uh, – it's kind of like the titans and the gods, that they were previous creatures, and then the usurpers came and took over. So is that a yes or no? Can I become a devil? Like, Yeah, in theory you could. Like well, a, in theory, like yes. Like a god could a guy – who you think like a – now what are these deities – to give me devil status, like I want to be the next, like I want to, I want to beat Asmodeus one day. I don't mean like right. go to hell and kill him. I, I mean I want to die and and and, and I want to rule hell. So if I'm a lawful evil character, I mean that's my goal. I want to, my goal is to one day die, be so awesome on the prime material plane. I go to hell and I rule hell. That's my plan to take me right. become a devil. You say yes, it's possible. Yep, it's possible. I think I think it's technically possible, and the reason I say that is because I don't I don't know if I've gone through the monster manual recently, but there is that career path, right? You're very evil. Mm-hmm. You become a certain. If you go for like short term uh, 
happiness, I'll use that term in quotes, you become a specter or white or whatever, and then I think you're kind of done. But if you stay within corporate, yes, okay, you can become a type one demon, and then it's you kind of oh. work your way up the ranks. This would be a good article, don't you think, for flipping and turning, like how to how to become Asmodeus, something like that, or Asmodeus like, right, and, right. So you need some you need some guidance. That would be helpful. Correct. Yeah, a tell-all, a guidebook to yeah. going up like there. That's, fair. That's right. So, I, and in fact, I'm sure if we asked, because Carlos and Vicar on, everyone is on. So it's super great. All our dear friends now from the Grog yeah, Empire. Now I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? That's a lot. It's a big. Vic, Carlos and Vic have always been very gracious. On we know we know nothing, but that's my understanding: is that you could go from zero to hero. It's because it's the same mm-hmm. uh, ethos in the game. It's, well, why couldn't you be a deity? Well, yeah, you can be a yeah. deity. There's immortality. It says it in there. So what? That's just the evil way to go to immortality. So that makes more sense to me then. I'm really evil, and I feel like, e- I feel like evil people are going to have egos. Right. Like you said, hubris. They're going to write they're, – they're going to think, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. So whereas like the lawful good person is like, yeah, I'm not. I'm nobody. Right. Well, and, and that may be the way to do it, you know, because that, that's a that's a defining trait of people who are lawful good. So the more you, are you truly that way, you know, that's the whole philosophical thing about alter, altruism. Are you really altruistic, or are you altruistic because that makes you feel better? That's very. That's, that's a deep question. <laughs> Did you see? And I'll stop digressing. Yeah. By the way, you're the yeah. one who wanted to be done at yeah. a certain time. I'm just, I'm just saying this now for those if he complains at any time today. <laughs> you know me well enough now. I get to now. I'm just like, hey, you know me. So that's that's always my excuse. You know me. James. That's right. So there's this role playing game this guy's written about halflings in a little community, and you don't advent your adventures are like finding a big turnip. It's like just the daily. <laughs> you look so, right. That look you gave, your look changed immediately. I know this is not the game for you. You're the one to knock doors down and, and kill dragons. I'm like, I'm like, this game sounds interesting. I just at the end of, at the end of the day, you just go and cozy up next to a fire and have a good meal. That's my kind of role playing game. I'm thinking. Okay, well, that's that's why you should be a halfway. That's why not a gnome. All right, what else we got going on? Any announcements uh, here? Uh, well, I'm typing because there's some good. Organized crime. There's some good stuff. Uh, Carlos, uh, of course, the uh, emulator from Cleveland, says there's canon for that. So again, we we have we have the encyclopedic knowledge out there. If we have questions, what do we have? Well, uh, we know Grog Talk is announced. Uh, GrogCon is annou- is delayed till next year, but we can say sometime we're shooting for April. Is that a fair statement? That is fair. Plus or minus six months. <laughs> And, and two to five years. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Plus or minus, probably just minus. I don't know how we could advance in time. Minus, uh, yes, yes, that's the margin of error is six years. That's right. So, uh, but if you don't want to wait and you want to play online, Brian and Brian uh, DM Brian is he played last night. Uh, Ed's also running uh, our Grognards Guild online. Go out to meet up or go on our Discord, which uh, you can sign up for that. I think I saw some new players, so. Brian's knocking it out of the park. Uh, I think Ed's running as well. Uh, I think Josh got busy, but he's run there as well. If you want to run or play, just uh, go out there and let us know. 
giveaways. They're a giveaway. I got to meet Rob to give away the uh, mini groggy. Thanks to the scourge. We're giving away stuff every month. So if you are a patron by the end of the month, September 30th, that's four days, three and a half, four days, you'll be eligible to win next month's uh, thing. Sweetest challenge. We are now ranking in Germany and Switzerland. The center of the continent is now listening to this nonsense. Very nice. I saw recently we were ranked, we were unranked everywhere. How did you see it? That, <laughs> it was all just, I'm like, wow. But no, well, people, people took a, need a break from us. Perhaps we broke them with the one hour discussing ghosts. <laughs> uh, let's see. So the uh, no iTunes reviews. I'm very excited. We we had a look at the first ever turning, flipping and turning. Is it flipping and turning or turning and flipping? Well, it's flipping and turning. So we usually say on the show, we're turning, we're flipping. But Rob, and look, he's our Tim Cask. We've given him, people right. need to know that we've given him full editorial control, right? We're not, right. We're, not, we're not behind the scenes pulling the strings at all. And he decided that it sounded better to be flipping and turning. So, uh, I, and, you know, of course, you know, people tend to call it F&T. They don't actually do that, but uh, maybe they will. So it is Flipping and Turning Magazine, and it looks great. He's done a great job with the layout. His, the columns are often, you know, the names are often tied to little inside jokes from the show, which... It obviously makes us feel real good. We really appreciate that. And yep. and he's he's really happy with the content. He's gotten great articles. He's gotten amazing artwork. The, our patrons, our, our supporters have really stepped up and made his job a lot easier, though he, of course, also put in a lot of work. It looks amazing. And so what's going to happen? We hope to release it days, not very long. Um, and so the plan is if you're a patron, you get an early release because of course, thank you to our patrons. So you'll get a link, uh, but we've also decided that at some point we will release it to the oi polloi, the general public, uh, stupid uh, lawyers. I heard that. I heard that decision came down from legal. Yeah. I think that would have been a great grog talk when we talked. <laughs> Because if they thought the go one hour about ghosts was long and how magic jar worked, yeah. you have not heard when yes. Dan puts on his attorney hat. Yes, and how technical. And how technical. Right. Yeah. Slicing, uh, I, right, right, right. Uh, uh, parsing words and, yeah. Case law, some 18th century uh, copyright uh, uh, origins case. That was wonderful. No, no, nothing was says great. fun like parsing a, a, a fan content policy from a corporation right right yeah fan policy and determining what kind of damages the mm -hmm. uh profit you know if we put this thing in what is the exposure of risk versus reward for that? right so right right so yeah that was a lot that was a lot of fun yes we will we will definitely be releasing to the general public it's just um it was it's just that you know again we want to thank our patrons and we're going to release it probably on Discord. Just uh, and then we're also looking at publishing a small batch of them and either giving them away or giving to folks who contributed. So Rob may be reaching out to Carlos. Mob may be reaching out. Uh, so yep, I, yes, that's right, Carlos. We are looking to to do a physical release. We may be reaching out to you guys to talk about uh, publishing options. And I've and and I've I've made it quite clear that if we do 
hard copy uh, issue, a couple that we're going to put in a hard copy and send out to people. I expect right. to see those. I'd be very disappointed if I did not see those very quickly selling on eBay. for Correct. They have to be limited, and then we want to see them immediately yeah. go on eBay and, and right. for hard- ridiculous sums yes. of money. And even if you're not going to get it, just put like, you know. $500. Yeah, at least. Exactly. 500 euros. Right. So we can take a screenshot of that. Right. <laughs> first, first person would be there. So uh, we may put on drive through that again. We don't want to, you know, this is again, thank you to our patrons for doing that, but it's super exciting. Um, and we're also working on some, uh, and Carlos said, definitely no problem. Rob can talk to him about publishing. He'd be happy to help with that too. So I, I, think, I, know, I, think I know both of them are, are both of them are in the business. Seems so. like a great place for a mini dungeon. Exactly. Right. Oh, you're talking about mini well, dungeon. Like Carlos, well, Carlos, you know, has his, right? Those, those little short, very short. Oh, right? yeah, oh, the adventure cards. Exactly, the adventure, adventure cards, right? I could, I, I'm not saying that that's what should be in there. I'm just saying that seems future, like a perfect fit. Right, future episodes, that future issues, it would be great. I know we have an adventure, but an adventure card would be, would be perfect for that. So it's going to be quarterly. Very cool. Uh, Let's see what else. Blah, 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 blah. So if you have content for next edition, uh, go out to editor at grogcon.com and uh, put it out there. So again, yes, this is this is more than a podcast. We're branching out. We are doing a bunch of things. And actually, there's going to be some teaser advertising uh, that I haven't even shown Dan. Wow, really? Uh, yeah. Should I show is that it? my should likeness? Do you get my approval? No, it doesn't. Have, well, I, well uh-huh. is, it, is it your likeness? Yeah, that's a good I need question. to give a teaser too about uh, my next okay. column. Don't, should I give it now? Yeah. Okay. So you know, my column, of course, is parenthetical evil about creatures right. who are neutral print evil, and and the Wolverine is parenthetical evil. Now, now, what's interesting about this is that I believe I should have checked this before I did it. I don't gnomes use Wolverines. In their Wolverine, they use Wolverines. They've tamed Wolverines. Essentially, why are they taming neutral print evil creatures? This is a strange, strange collaboration. Though maybe if you're tamed, you're not really collaborating. You're basically enslaved. But that's all. So there it is. So uh, I, I, oh, I need to share this with you because you can't see it this way. No. So I'm like the only one who's can. Every you guys can all sit there and laugh, yuck it up, and I can't see it. That's fine. I don't care. Oh, yeah, I'm going to share it with you. Oh, you are. There it is. That's, that's, that's oh. going to be one of the advertising that's Get in there. Get out. That is so good. That's so Thank clever. That's uh, that's awesome. That's really good. Yeah, so we're going to have to talk about on uh, offline what I my idea of what we're going to do for 2021. Yeah, because the ad is cool, but my big question is, what are we advertising? <laughs> that's <laughs> well, a separate that's- issue. Well, that's part of the, that's part of the, well, that's some of the ads we put in there. It's like some of these things, they never have. That's awesome. Yes. You got to, you got to tease them in Like, there. like Kelly Villamere. He had that adventure right. coming soon. Whatever it was at Dwarven Mountain or something like that. <laughs> it's never, it's never, never came, came out. That's right. So at, at, at most, um, at most, you know, we have, we have a teaser that people are like, oh, when is the Grog Talk adventures coming? But I, I'm putting a marker down because I want to, I want to. There's something, there's two things, one or two things I want to do. Uh, I think we can do it. And I think we have a year to do it. You know, we have actually 15 months. I think we could get something done. Wow. So, okay. 
so there you go. So that's, that's the teaser. Cool. So great work. Uh, yeah, it came up. That came up. Photoshopping was fun. Did, I get, but, did uh, you did you clear that with legal? No, of course not. No. <laughs> there's uh, there's t- tell me. Are you inferring it's from some famous picture? No. I don't know what you're talking about. You drew that. <laughs> that's right. So so basically. You and Rob, after the last meeting, basically, you guys texted each other, like, within seconds and said, yeah, we're not, like, talking to legal anymore. Legal sucks. Yeah, legal sucks. Just don't just, just don't pass anything through legal anymore. Okay, I got it. I'm not. All right. Okay. So um, let me go to random encounter since we're. Oh, let's do it. Since we're ready for I that. That's this stupid. Point. Wait, there's controversy with random encounter. There's not. Why is there controversy? I don't know. Rob Ritchie. Where is Rob on? No, I he's calling. Okay, he he can't do that. Rob Ritchie contacts me and says he's driving around listening to the podcast where the Shadow Mastiff appears for the first time, and he's screaming in his car about how we are misplaying the Shadow Mastiff. He texts Uh me this, and I say. Uh, you know, I'll throw you under the bus. Obviously, I say, right. why are you why are you complaining to me as opposed to James? Because I just want to blame it all on you. Because you're the one that runs the creatures and you explain everything. And he right. says, I already gave James the business. So apparently, he wasn't satisfied just simply complaining to you and giving you the business. He still had anger left in him after. T- I don't know what if you were just like whatever, and so he didn't feel yeah satisfied. I don't. I don't. I don't worry about that. Yeah, first, well, first of all, he knew I would be upset about it, so he goes to me. You're like whatever, well, and so he's angry. Well, and he comes well, to me, and he knows not. Well, then well. I'll be. And so now he's got complaints about two things. And I and I said, "What are you complaining about?" Because what could it be? I was like, "Is he complaining about the rule on shadows in the shadow rule, right? And and the flea rule, right?" And he's like, "Yes." I'm like, "Well, we changed the flea rule, which I assume he was upset about us separating the drop and the flea." Which we, 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 I think, correct. We've talked about that. Right. Well, that's the problem. He's behind. He's even well, said it. He's, but we haven't changed the, the – what's he upset about the shadow? He was supposed to come on, I thought, to set it straight. Yeah, well, you know what? If he's not on, then who cares? But he was, he was upset about the whole dropping. And that was my point from the first time when you're like, oh, he automatically happens. I said I, – I, I knew that wasn't. But you're – and then later, a later episode, you then parsed it a different way because that's how you roll. You. But I think he probably likes the new way. I'm assuming since he. Well, the way that makes sense is that it's a saving throw, and you you don't. It doesn't automatically get panicked because then there would be that's all there would be in the world the shadow masters because everyone. Would oh no, I agree. That. Yeah, so it's panic. Right, it's panic and drop together, and, and it's all or nothing. Right. It's just poorly. It's just poorly written, well, it in my opinion. So, but do you know what his complaint was about the sha- about the in the shadows? I, oh, I think he said he wanted like a thief role. He wanted like a hide in shadows role, like a thief. You know, maybe this editor job is getting to him. I don't. Oh, you yeah. think so? Yeah. Oh, I think so. I think Do you think so. he's lawful evil? No, I don't think he's lawful evil. I just think it's How getting about to neutral, him. Neutral, parenthetical evil. He could be neutral, parenthetically. <laughs> you have to write a write article about our editor. <laughs> about our editor. That'll be That's right. the next one I'll submit. All right, Richie. So let's uh, let's so yes. So the shadow mastiff has somehow yet again survived. Oh, Another... because we're bungling, we're making him uber powerful. I hate that stupid dog. 
Oh, well, no. I thought with the ghost you'd be able to get no, rid no, of no, it. No, no, no. You still, but you know what? Go ahead. I know. I have a request. I hate that stupid yes. dog so much. Mm-hmm. Would you give me first? And I know you're being very hesitant to do this because no one trusts my amazing roles. But it's because I've got you know connections up there. I would like Dan. I Dan Gormansky would like to make a role for divine intervention. I'd like to pray to Carlos. Help me out here. I assume there's some cat god, Sheba, something like that. Oh, now you, he's going to be apoplectic. There is Sheba, but he's. You mean you want a Greyhawk? Uh, uh, no, deity? I just, I just want. I just want. I want to pray to some cat deity to send some cat. We can then do a random roll. You know, we'll have cheetah on there. I assume there's like a billion different cat things, which of course will take an hour to figure out that random chart. But I'd like a chance to bring some sort of cat to take care of this stupid dog. Okay. Is that okay? Meaning you acknowledge my request because that's ambiguous, or okay? But, but you can use the you can use the cat lord. I think we went over this. The cat lord's in monster. Right. It's in the. But he would send some. Okay. Can I pray to the cat lord? Can I pray to the cat lord? Yes, because if you get under ten, uh, you the only thing is that a cat has to attack you as well. So you have to take one of your cats. I will. In. I will hold the cat. Should I be able put to cat. cat put, I roll, huh? Yeah, put cat. Yeah, you should. I would. I would think that's your, like your holy symbol. That's right. That's right. Okay, I'm rolling. This is just for me. Okay. Yes, this is your own. I mean, this is kind of unprecedented that the fact you dislike a random monster so much that you're yeah. now going to yes, I, yes. The cat lord is on page twenty-two of the monster. Yeah, the one where they're like they're not sure if it's a deity. Rumor has that it might be, and it's like a dude. Yeah. He, it's weird. He's like a dude, right? Some believe the old the old some right. Very fiend folio, fiend folio. Well, it's, but it's it's monster magic. I know, too. but meaning like that. Some believe. Rumor has it that seems kind of like you see that a lot in the fiend folio. But all right, I'm rolling because look, it doesn't matter if I don't make it, right? That's and right. this doesn't mean the cat lord's coming. It just means he may send a cat, right? Because then I want like a chance of an ordinary cat. <laughs> well, I'm going to say he summons one of his cats. He's got a he's got a chart here for some. Perfect. All right, I'm rolling. Forty six doesn't happen. No, he's your side. Right, his... Let's go to normal rolls. Do you want to roll against a catfish? Perhaps maybe. Uh... A yeah, giant I, would, I saw that act. I would have been cool on the table. Yeah, <laughs> it should have been. I would have done that if I had like a chart with all possible cats. I'd have catfish on there. All right. All right. Now normal dorso can, roll. Can we start? Yeah. Can we? A one. What is that? That's painful. All right. Oh, it's because Carlos is on. What's that? It's the dorso rule. I know, but Carlos likes the fiend folio. I still not so wow. sure it's the dorso rule. We need to go back and watch that. That happened at you know where that happened at. What happened? The decision of 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 like the Fiend Foy Monster Manual to controversy. We know Carlos pointed it out. Didn't Carlos point that out? And I thought that so I thought it should be the the Lising role because I think Carlos when he was at GronCon uh-huh. and we were all there together in person in the days pre pre Corona. Right. Was there a time like that? I think there was a time like that. No, it's been a long time. I think he said, "Look, guys, you know, you're giving, you're not giving enough love to uh, the Fiend Folio because the Fiend Folio is basically ignored in the Monster Manual Two random encounters." And so I don't know. I'm you, we call it the Dorso Rule. I I think we may owe uh, we may owe a cost apology. But who can, what? Let's roll. 
I, I don't I don't recall. I, I we've called it that way. I mean, there's so many things that are named probably inappropriately. I mean, that's. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I, I guess if you want to go back and watch every episode from when we started Random Encounter to figure it out, yeah. I, I do. I do. I, it sounds familiar, um, <laughs> but I don't know. Exactly. Rem- okay, do you remember? Do you remember a convention called GronkCon? I've heard there uh, that there was a time when we were a lot, when we were happy. You know, it's like these shows that are famous, and then if you went back in time, it would be like fifteen people at a bar. That's that's yeah. Garcon. Yeah. I'm not saying it's yeah. famous, but like if one day they like talk about it, like fifty years from now, it's on some chart. It would have to be like attendees twenty eight. It was a it was a magical time, and like you know, pre apocalypse. Mm-hmm. So time of innocence. That's right. We thought, oh. What's the worst that could happen? Eh, Except for that one event with Vic near the end, but we won't talk about that. Okay. (laughs) Let's, uh, all right. You need to roll a D10, sir, right? Because D10. Fiend Folio. So it is a D10. Nine. Whoa. This is serious business. Oh, we just missed Barry and Sylvan settings. It is uninhabited. It is, it is. Tropical and near tropical conditions, uninhabited slash wilderness areas. Sir, I need you to roll for the predominant terrain. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I need you to roll a D10, please. Thank you. Three. We're in the forest in an uninhabited, but you know, boy, it's tropical, so it's kind of hot. So this is Florida again. You're in the yeah, it's like the it's like the Ocala National Forest. It's- yes, it is. So you're in the Ocala National Forest. Roll a percentile now, please. Percentile here. 25. We need something that can beat this stupid dog. What? Oh my gosh, an elephant. Oh! What's an elephant doing in the forest? I guess uh, they, well, I don't know anything about elephants. I don't know why I would question that. I just assume they're on like a, a Sahara plain. I'm just, cl- I'm just glad it's not a something that's super powerful that's going to run away. This just right, elephant. Well, it's almost a loxodont elephant. Oh, that would have been cool. Really? Okay, but no, it is elephant. Elephant. This is awesome. I'm guessing it's in monster. I'm going to stomp you. Oh, this thing's stomping <laughs> that dog. Oh, he's got to be like eight hit dice. Don't you think? Well, I will ask you. Okay, when you get there. Oh, okay. I'm not going to look. Yeah, you can get there. Just don't look. All right. What, what page is it on for those listening? Elephant is on page 38 of the Monster Manual. 38 of the Monster oh, Manual. Okay. Do you know, Loxodont elephant is in the Monster Manual. It's an African elephant. We have an Asiatic. Regular elephant is an Asiatic elephant. Apparently. Okay. So okay. frequency. Uh, uncommon. Common. Wow. Yeah. I guess you got to be in the, you know, if you're in the right place. So yeah, they're just kind of everywhere. I guess, I guess adventurers haven't started killing them for their tusks yet. Well, they look kind of like they're scared after the herd animal. If you, you shouldn't mess with herd animals. Any kind of anything that's out in the wild, you should not mess with unless you're hungry. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, number appearing. Uh, two to twenty-four. That's pretty good. One to twenty. Okay. And uh, AC. Six. Very good, sir. Very good. Six. That's correct. Lucky. No, I know. I don't. I, I, you're trustworthy. Um, movement. Mm. I'm going to say twelve. Yeah. So that's your. This is very good, and that's scary because if you're like a, you're, if you're if you're like a knight, you're going to be like shedding your armor as you're running, right? <laughs> yeah, you're not going. You're not going to outrun an elephant. <laughs> good. Yeah, I mean, no one has a movement beyond above twelve. 
Um, well, well, monks do. Oh, do they really? Yes. Oh, okay. We went over that. So, the, so the well, so the, so the, so the monk is like, <laughs> like wait for me. So, yeah. so if the only one who comes back is the monk, you're like, oh, would you guys was an elephant? That's right. Okay. That that is one of their key features because they don't have a lot of hit points and they don't attack well, but they can run. <laughs> they run well. They they're fast. They're ready for the elephant. They're like, what are you guys worried about? It's just a bunch of it's a bunch of herd animals. Are you serious? exactly? What are you a monk? Hit dice. Well, I was just about to look. Uh, ooh. Six. Why didn't you trust me, sir? What did I say? What did you say, 10? Yes, it's 10. Wow. That's scary. They have no lair. This stinks. They have no treasure type. Ooh. They have tusks. They have. That should be worth something. Yeah, where are they going to hide? Well, if they don't have a lair, you have no treasure type unless you have a pocket. Okay, ready for this? Number of attacks. Well, I sort of peered. It's more, I would have thought one attack, but it seems like it's a lot. It is. Five. Wow. Five, That's... and every one is at two to twelve. <laughs> so this would be fun to read. <laughs> it's like a whirling dervish. <laughs> this is going to be fun to read. This is crazy. This is like these are like oliphants or whatever. What are they? You know, they're yeah. like swinging their tusks and exactly. And then so, um, okay, so no special attacks. Well, other than those five attacks, it's right. special to me. But I know what Gary means. No special defenses. They standard magic resistance, semi-intelligent, neutral alignment. They are large, of course, nine feet tall. Thank God they don't have psionics. Let me tell you, I don't know why we have African elephants. They're not that much different. Ooh, they have a 15 movement. Yeah, they move fast. Oh, yeah. And two, and, their, and they, are two to 16. Yeah. They're worse. Okay. The elephant is found only in warm climates. They attack by means of a stab with two tusks. A grab and squeeze with their trunk and then two tramplings with their front feet. Okay. But you're doing this all at, okay, I need to keep reading. That's my big mistake. I'm so impatient. One opponent can be subject to no more than two of these attacks at the same time, but several opponents can be fought simultaneously. Six or more man-sized opponents, for example. Ogre-sized opponents will not be affected by trunk attacks oh why that's because you can't wrap around trunker. you okay yeah so all right so yeah so that's the good news it's just two upon one but you know upon every wow these guys are scary so the good news yeah. for the shadow mastiff there's not a lot of good news but the good news for the shadow mastiff is that it is uh, just two attacks at a time how do you figure out which two attacks do you think that would be I guess we'll decide that when we do combat. You'll have to decide that. Yeah, he's going to fail a save and run away, but that's okay. <laughs> he's going to drop his trunk. Ele- <laughs> Ele- Go ahead. Elephants are relatively intelligent. Oh, okay. They're semi, but relatively intelligent, and will not trunk attack creatures which will harm their trunk. I spike you. Oh, so- trunk attack. I love that. That's 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 the name of an album. Trunk attack. It is. Trunk attack. Pseudo undead. The trunk attack. Yeah, that's great. So what would be so they're not going to attack a sea urchin, their trunk. Right. What would, what's spike? Oh, a giant porcupine. So they're not that stupid. Yep. Right. Okay. Spiky, hot, etc. They fear fire. Okay. An elephant can easily break open a great gate by pushing, unless the gate is spiked to prevent this. Oh, so yeah, obviously you know if you can get an elephant friend, he can open right. doors for you in a dungeon. That's a, right. You can hire an elephant to open doors. They can be trained. 
to carry yeah. equipment and or men. Okay. Elephant tusks have a value of 100 to 600 gold pieces value each. Ooh. Each paid piece of value, each gold piece of value equals one quarter pound of weight. If more than one half the possible number is countered, there will be young animals in the herd from one to four, 20% to 70% mature. If a single animal is encountered, it will be a rogue bull. That's what this is because it's one counted, so it's a rogue bull. Yes. So wait, so should the, should the band be um, – what, what was the name of the – what trunk? Smash? Trunk attack. Should, should trunk the attack. band be trunk attack and the first album be rogue bull? Rogue bull. Or I don't yeah. know. I'm just saying. I'm not. I, I like a truck attack. Ta. This is Rogue Bull, or maybe that's the name of the band member. I like Rogue Bull. It's, well, either that's the name of the band. The first one is Trunk Attack. Okay, Rogue Bull, and then okay. This is Trunk Attack. This is uh, okay. This is from our new album, Trunk Attack. And then everyone this will be, is, like, yeah, be and everyone will do like a thing with their <laughs> like their trunk. <laughs> That'll be our thing. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, waving their waving their trunks. We'll have in the a big, air, like we'll have a big elephant come out on stage and like wrap around somebody. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, it worked for certain bands, so yeah. It's stra- it's strange that we're not really highly ranked on the charts here in the states. Okay, no. Um, so we'll be a rogue bull with no few no fewer than six hit points per die, and a oh, I love it. Thank you, Gary. What, He's Gary, so good. A very. Nasty and aggressive temper. Was Jody just laughed? She had, we should have asked her that if she ever just smiled when she wrote these, or was it just she was just like it's a job, it's a job, it's a job, right. or was she like smiling and pausing and laughing? Because that's funny. Because Gary's basically like Gary. You know, I think Vic might be like an illegitimate child of Gary. Do you think? Because I think Vic's got a little bit of you know. Vic would do things like Vic likes this stuff. I think it's a North uh, Midwestern you think? DM. You think? Thing. I think there's a school that you go to and you have to be sadistic. I, this, uh, cause uh, well, because their reputation is usually, you know, in the Midwest, they're so polite. And right. you think there's like a little right. streak there. Right. Interesting. It's that passive aggressive thing when they, they have the control over you in the table. And then that's when they. Yeah. This is a rogue. All right. This, so this elephant just comes charging at you. Basically, Gary is saying if you roll up a random, like now. If you roll up an elephant, this is a rogue bull. He's nasty and angry, and he's basically he's, he's just he's coming at you. This is awesome. Right. I can't wait to stomp on this stupid dog. See, I, I read ahead, oh, so that's why I was waiting, waiting for it. It always seems to be ninety percent of the time. Do you remember that one time where I think what it was? Um, Lane was upset because I had a spider attack. He's like, "Look, yeah. they're just spiders," and I think it actually says ninety percent of the time, <laughs> right? Exactly. Don't, they don't say exactly. that on the spiders; they just there. That's so nice of Gary. Gary reminding us that these are not your normal earth monsters, animals. And, and I'm curious in, in, in if this would be written the same in 1970s like it was in 1977. Because basically Gary's promoting uh, poaching with yeah. elephant tusks worth 1 to 600. Well, yes. Well, that's right. Because well, I could see just the party just going around slaughtering yeah, all the elephants. Get it out of your system. It was like that article that that guy wrote. I don't know if you saw that for the Dragon magazine this month. The uh, the pastor, the minister, he wrote an article. He was a minister. He wrote an article right. on the on, on the chromatic dragons or something like that. And he says, well, you know, he says he had a group of players that were ministers, and one of the guys played a great assassin. That was that was great. So you know, get it right. out of your system. 
Well, that's it's uh, cathartic. Exactly. That's basically yeah. I got you. All right. Are we, cathartic, mom. Are we well? Are we supposed to read now? Are we required to read Mammoth and Mastodon? No, we're not okay. required to read. I mean, if you want to, it's your it's your show. It's our no, show. No. So if you want to, that's fine. No, because we didn't get that. Okay. So all right, I'm an elephant. So now I have to roll. We we've decided for the shadow massive since we have no idea what. Uh, what a daylight thing is we're using the shade um from from monster manual 2 what daylight it is or is it the shade yeah i think it's the shade it's got yeah d and i'm doing a d8 to figure out what it is. rob's getting angry Three. twilight all right it's good for uh it's uh not too bad for uh it's twi- for the shadow master it's twilight yeah it's not it's not shadowy light, unfortunately. What's the difference between twilight and dusk? Do I have the right am I at the right time period? Roughly? Sunset. Sun it says twilight occurrence is sunset. That's What's what dusk. That is. So, is there a dusk? I think that's that is the same, same thing. thing. Twilight equals dusk. Like autumn and fall. Okay. Because then shadowy light is dimly lit room or forest, which is more than that. It, you know, I think dusk is well, dusk is when the thing Falls, uh, you know, when the sun sets, but it's still bright out. It's still but shadows are lengthening, so that's pretty good. So not bad. So okay, so it's, it's it's not horrible. It's not as good as it would have been better. Uh, underground torchlight. That's the normal illumination on the plane of shadow. So okay, well we got it. Let's all right. So you're an elephant. You're I'm a sha- I'm the shadow master. Well, if you right and now, you have six scared. and you have sixty hit points. That's the beauty of this, because you're a rogue bull, angry elephant. I'm a ro- oh no the oh yeah six hit oh my god no fewer no fewer actually than sixty so I'd roll but I mean I'm probably so we just give it sixty I mean I'm probably not going to roll higher than six I mean I guess I could roll but I'm probably not going to any- should I roll no what are you going to roll ten d six really here you go count it yes ten yeah ten what are you rolling what is that dice isn't that a die ten yeah for what hit points oh god what am I thinking. Sorry, I'm thinking ten. You gotta watch me, man. So I rolled a ten on my hit dice. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this early. It's not good. It's time for me. To, I gotta go. Please fire me. <laughs> I don't belong. I'm not worthy. Hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute. I mean, so we're, uh, can you edit that we're... out later? I rolled in eight. <laughs> eight. eight. <laughs> And then I have to do some kind of video editing to, right. to blur that D10. Give you more so. work. Yeah, it's a seven, a one, a six. Are you keeping this? You did seven, seven one, one six, six so far? Okay, go four, ahead. Uh-huh. Six, uh-huh. five, mm-hmm. seven, uh-huh. three, mm-hmm. three, mm-hmm. five. Okay, that's ten. All right, ten, twenty, twenty-three. 10, 24, you had 47 by doing that one. <laughs> so I have 60. Okay, let's go. So surprise. Surprise. Let's see, does he get anything? No, no special surprises. But six for surprise. Three for me. Neither party is surprised. So now it's distance, right? It is distance. So here, I'll roll distance. Uh, 40 yards away. I'll assume we're outside in the forest, uninhabited, tropical, whatever you'd said. Mm-hmm. Forest. Yeah, tropical, subtropical. All right. So, yeah, 
that's a thing. So this is the battle of who's going to get money. If you kill the elephant, you get tusks. If you defeat the Shadow Mastiff, you find the whelps and you sell them for two to five hundred gold pieces. So this is uh, that should be that should be an article about monsters and how much they're worth, not for XP but for selling. Yeah, you know, some kind of. So we can get we can have PETA. Yeah. Monster mo- Monster Mart. Yeah, you don't talk about their, just how much they're worth. Right. You know, oh, I like it. All right, so now it's initiative. Uh, what's your action? So what else do you, you do know? with an elephant in an adventure? Other than you're going to train it. Yeah, you train it. You totally train it. Okay. You totally attack. How do you, but you got to, ca- what do you say? So you got to capture it? You got to subdue it like a dragon? What are the subdual rules? Like a dragon? You got to throw it in a big yeah, net? Same thing. You could. And then- uh, my dru- I'm playing currently playing a druid ranger, which has been super fun. So basically any animal, I, I, I keep a charm that. person or man. Impossible. Huh? That's combinations impossible. Well, it's, it's allowed in the book that shall not be named, which this DM is allowed. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, 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 uh, what are they, I'm, I'm leaving the territory. You are. You I'm know. sorry. Go ahead. So, you're, you're, so what are you doing as your druid ranger? So I, I, anytime it's a mammal, I do charm mammal and then animal friendship and uh, mm-hmm. speak with animals. And I groom them. I'm, a, I'm a, uh, becoming like Dr. Doodle. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, so uh, here we go. So uh, we're declaring action. Correct. He's he's going to bay. He's going with his go-to thing. Oh, that's thing. right. You get a bay before I even get there and step on you. It's 40, 40 feet. Yeah, I can't. I can't get there. Right. All right. Well, no, you're going to have to attack. I assume you're going to charge yeah, me, right? I charge, but I'm forty feet away. I can't. Yeah. So, well, if you win initiative, you'd go first. Oh, would I? Because that's so. I. What do I charge? Well, it depends. We'll see what the dice is. Okay. So we're rolling for initiative. Yeah. I rolled a four. I rolled a five. Oh, so you got it. I'm gonna let you go. I'm gonna let you attack. Go ahead. Oh, so you think I will get there before you're, before I'm like freaked out by your bang? Correct. How many hit points do you have? I don't have a lot. So, are you sure about this on the charge? How does this work on the charging? Or so, so charging. Well, charging is based on weapon length. Well, when we get, so, yeah, when we oh, when we get there. Yes, but I'm technically you could say I'm casting a spell. Oh, and so the charge, what's your movement rate when you charge? Is it double? It's double movement. So I move at 24. <laughs> so I move at 24 inches. Oh, yeah, so I could easily, so I guess, yeah, so I guess that, that's how I get there, right? Because usually if it's with, you got to be within 10 feet, correct, to close for melee. Right. That's but right. If you charge, so how far away can you be in charge in that round? You can be pretty far away and charge and make it there. In combat? Yes. Yeah, but it's... Yes, you can charge, and you can make it there. It's double movement. And I rule it has to be a straight line. Okay, okay. Oh, that's right. I think David's right. It's only one and a half times because he's a quadruped. (laughs) Really? Where is that? I think he's right. I I remember seeing that somewhere. Wow. I think he's right. I I think I know he's right. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's... Charging is okay. Well, we, this is what we do. Six. This is what we do. We divert. Flipping. We're no longer turning and flipping. We're flipping and turning. Yeah, 50% for quadruple. Where are you, sir? Are you on page 66 of the DMG? Oh, and it's actually outside. We've been doing it wrong because we've been outside. This action brings the charging party into combat on the charge round. 
but there are a number of considerations when it is taken. Movement rate outdoors, movement bonus for charging in normal outdoor settings is 33 and a third of base speed for bipedal. 55. Oh, so it's better to be a quadruped. You're moving faster. Right. But we've been doing it wrong because we've always been double moving because we just always assume it's indoors. So that's- oh, that's right. So outdoors is just going to be 33 and a third. Okay, so melee at the end initiative is not checked at the end of the charge movement. The opponent with the longer weapon reach attacks first. Charging creatures gain plus. So I get plus two onto my hit if I survive any. Only one charge can be made. Okay, now wait a sec. So, all right, so... We've got a bay, because I want this to be right. I do hate this stupid dog, but I don't want people thinking that you're just being nice to me to get rid of this stupid dog. So you've got a – we obviously you, we would do a comparison. I would probably attack first because I've got the long trunk, right? My, if you were doing a whatever, a paw attack or whatever, right? right? But you're not doing right. that. You're doing a bay. Correct. Your, your mouth, right. it's your – it's your lips. I mean, like, isn't the weapon speed of sound? Is it sound waves? I mean, sound waves, aren't sound waves going to reach? I can't believe I'm actually trying to help out this dog. Well, this is, to me, this is, you would do it if you wanted to go there, which it sounds like you want to go there. I want to do it right. We're, we're trying to teach the kids. Okay, well, if we're teaching the kids, they shouldn't be watching us. But, okay, they should do whatever we do opposite. If you're going to do it right, then you would have to argue that it's not a weapon, it's a spell. So then it's spell versus charge. Oh, you're right. That's what you I do. agree with that. So what happens when it's a spell versus what's uh, spell versus charge? Uh, so yes, you have to look well it's not on charge, you, right? You have to go back to spell casting during melee. What swords and spells? Where it says moving right outdoor? CF TSR's swords and spells. What's TSR's swords and spells? There's all kinds of crazy products. I don't know. I don't either. What the heck is that? Just like, just like there was three articles in the dra- Dragon we read. I was reading. I'm like, what is this about? I was like, melee. And I thought it was just combat melee. No, it's the it's the product melee from yeah. Steve Jackson Games. So I was really. Does that parenthetical implicitly incorporate swords and spells into the DMG as part of the DMG? <laughs> I don't know. We never had that product. I, I never saw that, that product. You have to buy it first. And and CF means refer to, right? It doesn't mean you have to. CF is a usually I thought CF is kind of like a, a bit of a compare. Yeah, it's like I thought it's like. Well, you're right. CF is like a bit of a comparison. Actually, it's not like a use this. I think it's kind of like compare this. Right. CF compare. So we don't have to. No, that's the opposite. Because it's in the glossary. Oh, wow. See, Gary, that's awesome. Because ignorant people like us, I'm like, well, compare. Do you really think, Gary would probably, that'd be wild if he could think that like 40 years later, we'd be using this glossary to figure out what CF means. Okay. So, So, yeah, it's an OD&D swords and spells. That's what Oh, thank you. Thank you. So where's okay? Where's the spell? Spell versus charge? Where is that? So I'm go, you have to go to spell casting. Well, it's, it doesn't say. It says spell casting in melee. Hold on, let's find that now. Page sixty-five. It's the page before. Okay. See, that wasn't far. So here's the problem: spell attacks directed at spellcasters will come on the segment of the round shown on the opponent's. Or on their own side's initiative die, whichever is applicable. 
How's oh, that? Not, oh, we've been sense. down this road. Right. So the spell cast. So let's say you, you did not win initiative. The attack must come then, not on the opponent. Oh, on the opponent's losing die roll. So I was one. What did you, I rolled a five? Would you roll four? Yes. So oh, yours would come. Oh, yours would come one later than me. I think. Right. Right. So, it, right. so you are right. So so my charge. Oh, wait, but even though I, wait, but how long does my charge take? I, my charge. I don't arrive. Do I arrive? I mean. We've been down this road before, which is I win initiative. What's up? Hold on. David's saying, what's on page 61? The, oh, the order chart. Oh. Does everything happen? I mean, just because I roll, I win initiative. And does that mean I start my actions on that round? Or does it all happen then? I mean, so. Well, based on the, based on the order of things, D is discharge missiles, magic attacks, or cast spells. E is close to strike range of charge. So you could argue oh. that the spell goes off. I would do it. I would basically, if I really cared, which I don't, but if I cared, I would determine your movement at 50% by segment. You're moving at 50% right. more by segment. That's right. And I would say that it takes five segments to bay halfway through the round, just as an average thing, because we don't have a casting time. You gotta kind of like clear your throat. And... Yeah, it's got. Well, it's got to warm up. It just, it just, right. you know, this bang just doesn't start. Right. It's, this, it's got a. Right. It's a crescendo. You know, like an opera. You just don't walk out there. Yeah. Right. Me, 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 me. Right. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, so what you're gonna say then is, is that, and then obviously there's a lot of discretion here, but you're gonna say the bang gets out after I arrive. Well, I'm, at, at, or at the, it happens at the same time. So you get your attacks in the bang. The bang gets to a crescendo just as you strike. Starting right as I. Okay. Right. I'm going to go with that. Do I interrupt How's your that? bang? I don't. Well, if you kill me, yeah, you'll be. <laughs> you'll right right. I'm scared. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. All right. So you get your attacks. Okay. So you, charging attack. Now here's another question: How many attacks do you get charging? Well, don't I get what? What do you mean? Don't I? Get you want to, you want to get your whole? You think you should get your whole attack routine? What don't don't I get an whole? Do I not get a whole attack? So let's say that I'm a, let's say that I get two attacks per round as a fighter because of my level. Don't if I charge, don't I get two attacks when I show up? Well, typically when you get two attacks, it's two attack routines. You get oh, yeah. one in the beginning of the round and one in the end of the round. But this is all your attack routines. So again, if we're helping the kids, this is oh, why yeah, we're that's talking right, about this that. Is not, these are, this is considered a single attack routine. That's right. That's like right. Claw, claw, bite. So right. I think I get I get two, don't I? You would get all. Get all of well, I get, get your attack ma- I get two max. Correct. So now because the question it's a one is: creature. How, We now have reached the question that I alluded to earlier. How do you decide which two of the five the elephant? Uh, I roll d. T- I roll d ten. If it's a random monster. Well, is it? Yeah, it's a random. So, I mean, some of them go together, though, don't they? I mean, the two tusks go together, a grab and squeeze goes together, and the trampling. So there isn't there really kind of three choices? It's either going to be the two tusks, a grab and squeeze, or a trampling, don't you think? Clearly, uh, I mean, clearly the two tusks go together. I think you have a choice of whatever you want to do. One or two is I am going to, this guy is going to grab and squeeze, I mean, do the two tusks. Four, uh, uh, three or four, it's a grab and squeeze of the trunk. Five or six is trampling, okay? Yeah. All right, here we go. I rolled a two. 
So I'm going to try to stab you with my two tusks, which is awesome. Perfect. I'm looking forward Perfect. to seeing this thing impaled as I on my tusk as I raise it to the sky. Okay. Here we go. I'm rolling a D. I roll a D30 for hit. Is that right? That's right. D30. Actually, roll percentiles. We're going to start playing. We're going to play role. Ma- we're going to play role master. If we're going to be this confusing, let's just right. play role master. I get plus get two, don't I? Yes. I'm surviving the charge, right? If it's simultaneous, uh-huh. right? Because you don't go for All right. I rolled a 17. That would be a 19 modified. And I rolled a 19. That's a 21. Yeah. I, so yeah see, another pro tip. Don't even look it up. I don't need to look it up. Okay. So 2D12 twice. Got it. Sounds great. Please do enough How many points, points do you have, Joe? I have 12. Oh, God. I rolled a 1. 1. And a 2. You're kidding me. That's 3. Uh-huh. I rolled a 3. That's 6. You could do it. With a 6. You could do it with a 6. Are you kidding me? You could make it happen. 3. That was was horrible rolling. That's, yeah, average you should have killed. Right. I'm below, I'm a below average. So now you make it, so now you have to make your saving throw. I'm bang. Okay, I swear to God, if this friggin' thing wins, then I'm just going to concede that it is I the greatest of yes, all time. I will apologize to it, whatever, fall all over myself, buy the stuffed animal, Mastiff, buy a real Mastiff, all of that. Okay, I'm 10, can you tell me what I need? Can you look this up? I want to know as I wrote, because I'm 10 hit dice. So that's a 10 hit dice fighter on the DMG. 10th T- level fighter. 10th level yes. fighter, I mean, on, on the DMG. Are there you any adjustments? 11. No. For being a monster? No. I'd have to, Alex. Okay. So You need 11. Oh, you're not looking at the monster player. DMG, you're the player. You're not allowed to do it. Uh, uh, what about Gary says I die? As you die instantly. But, okay. So I need an 11. Pew! I need an 11. You need an 11. you got to be kidding me. All right. Here you go. I swear to God, if I miss this, I rolled a twenty. Wow, you didn't roll a one this time. Yeah, That's I rolled good. a twenty. All right, so congratulations. Do you only get to bay once? So you're baying. Is like that it? Are you all baited out? Like if I'm not well, scared? I, I I think you. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't say I could. I mean, I probably could continue to bay, but I don't think it'll affect you. I mean, it would seem weird, right? I mean, if I wasn't scared, the you know, it's like really. That again? Yeah. I mean, it seems like it shouldn't uh, be able to be used. And yeah, so okay. Some weird creature. All right, so no, it's, you, that's it. You're done with this. Well, over. You're plus, done. by the way, plus, by the way, you got plus nine to save. Remember, you had that. So why do I have plus nine to save? Oh, I got a twenty-nine. Yes. <laughs> you got a twenty-nine. Okay. Yeah, you're in big trouble. Yeah, so I'm never. I, you know, I've never missed it anyway. All right, so we're declaring action. Where can I read this? Uh, he needs. I don't, I'm trying to read the thing. No, yes, declare action. Okay. I'm trying to keep up with the chat because I'm. They're talking to themselves and they're talk. I think they're talking to us. So if they, if they're talking to me. If they want to talk to me, put something like Rob talk or something because I. I uh, James, he's got me. I know he's, he's juggling. You have a very hard job. Uh, yeah. This job. Oh man, so, oh. your whelps. This is awesome. The bang of a pack is certain to cause panic. We've read this. We can't read it again. I'm going to start. Now I'm I, putting the rule. I'm putting the new rule. If we've read it once, we're not reading again. Oh, yeah, right. I understand. Now it makes sense that so they can only roll once. We're on page 84 with Monster Value 2 for those who want to read it at home. That's right. right. Oh, they can read it, but I can't. Okay. Um, all right. I'm going to roll for my declare action because I want to randomly decide what I'm going to do. Oh, it is a uh, five. I am going, you know, I really wanted to squeeze you, but I'm going to try to trample you now with my two feet. 
Okay. What are you doing? I'm going to attack, but I'm going to hopefully be able to blend in the shadows where you can't be seen. Okay. Let's do it. Did you just send me a text? Because I heard my phone. No, that's the rod line. This is probably someone saying, please, for the love of God, hurry right. up. So. Okay. Oh, Rob Ritchie is on now. Hello, sir. We were just talking oh. about your Hold on. Magazine. Maybe that was him. Did we patch him in? No, I'm not patching he him in. He wants to complain. He should call the grog line. Well, he's not calling the grog line. Uh, he, he, Dan thought you were complaining about the Shadow Massive. I thought it was about the baying. Everything. Uh, well, just, well, he, uh, yes. But is there anything else about the Shadow Massive besides the baying panic that you had an issue with? Please type that in. All right. I rolled a one for an issue. <laughs> I rolled a one. Oh, simultaneous. Okay. You get, well, you, uh, so it's, you we're all going to attack at the you same go time. First. Go okay. ahead and roll. See how you. Uh, it, okay, so I missed. If I, now, it's, this is interesting. It says it can strike and then blend with the shadow, so it's 40% unlikely to be seen. Does that mean I have to hit in order to blend in the shadows? Or just that I have to attack? That you got, oh God. What page was that? 2084 20, of my Spaniel Stupid two. thing. Someone should write an article clarifying this. That would make no sense. These hound-like creatures are normally... Okay, who cares? And then, okay, who cares? It, it can strike. The shadowy conditions... Which is, a, it is. a terrible foe. So, okay, that, that means I'm going to err on the side of, like, making it better. It's, it's a close call because it says it's a terrible foe. It can strike and then blend with the shadow. It says, I think it means that, like, only 40%... Look, why do you have to hit... Right, okay, well, that's I what I said. 40% gonna... of the time, I'm just like, Regardless. Round, 40% of the, each round, I don't know how he plays exactly. the pass, probably inconsistently. Right. I'm like, where are, where'd you go? Where'd you go? Where'd you go? I'm like turning around. All right, so I'm going to roll my you, percentages. Is that what you would think then, like 40% yeah. of the time? Yeah, whether he hits or not. He's at strikes, even if he hits. They probably cause... should just increase the AC. They should just give him like an AC of like 94 or something. Well, I, I didn't get it. 53, so oh, I you get your you. attacks now. Yes. Okay. So you get your two attacks. Oh, this is done. How many points do you have? I have more than one. I'm squashing you like you know, less less than four. I got a two. <laughs> oh well, let's see. Uh, <laughs> That's a hit. This is definitely. Here are ten hit dice. I'm ten hit dice. They're AC six. No, you need a four. <laughs> and I got a two. Are you serious? Yeah. I got a six. You got a six. Okay, three, uh, two to twelve. Literally, only if you roll two ones. Okay. I rolled a two. And a one. All right. <laughs> I just barely. All right. Wait a minute. You know what it's time for. Oh, my God. Oh, I think it's coming. Oh, it's coming. You know it is. Because this thing hasn't What's gone long enough. What's like a big dog creature? Oh, it's all kinds of dog creatures. Yeah. But 76. So It's finally over. It's over. I mean, it's not exactly the same as RBG passing, but it's still, it's, that was a, that was a legend. Well, you know, wow. I, I, I've never worried about a justice passing. It's terrible for her family, but it is what it wow. is. And the same, and the same thing with the shadow massive. It's the circle of life. We move on. Okay. Is the elephant worried about the Supreme court? I don't think so. Oh, I'm like Babar. <laughs> right. That's his name. Babar. Got it. Babar. The angry Babar. The angry I mean, Babar. <laughs> yeah, because what am I? Or, or yeah, I'm the rogue bull. Babar, yeah, you're a rogue bull. The rogue bull. Yeah, that's like the next. That's an unknown. Bab. 
Babby. Babby. So it's got to be some Babar sounds. Mm, I mean, it's it's. I like the idea of it, but Babs. Ba, ba, b. Some some tough. Well, you know, be. you don't think there was like the unknown book Babar. The rogue bull. That was what it was originally right. supposed the, to be. The dark, the dark years. The dark right. years. <laughs> he was alone and angry. I like this guy. Yeah, I'm. I'm alone, nasty, and I have an aggressive temper. I like him. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. So sounds like, yeah, sounds like my uh, my early twenties. Um, sure. Yeah, that's good. All right. So that was supposed to take twenty minutes. By the sure. way, I uh, just want oh. I just want to let you know when I when I when I did a. Right when you did the uh, estimated time for right, so we're, How long was we're like been? a construction job. All right, we are we, we are we're like way behind. All right, so spell selection. Let's do it. And you have sixty hit points. So okay, so yeah, uh, the, the, the king is dead. Long live the queen. Is it a female? Oh, roll. One, did two, you... or three is. Well, it said rogue bull. If a bull's you're right. Now. Yeah, I'm a, yep, the rogue bull. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Pour one out for, for the type. Oh, it's a ba- barbarian. I like that. It's ah, barbarian. Bar- barbarian. Yeah, barbarian. 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 The rogue bull. I like. A ch- barbarian. The rogue. A children's story. <laughs> <laughs> and then he met a friendly pup yeah. and crushed it. Oh wait, I get the yelps. That's right. That's right. I, 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 I get to smush the. Sell them in the market. Sell them in the market. How much for these? I'm in, no, I, no, I'm enslaving them. Uh, okay, so I've got great. two Yelps with me, baby. They think I'm dad. Your father's dead. Your father's I am dead. your new father. Okay, cool. I got Yelps, man. That is the circle of life. They think they're elephants. Yeah. That's right. Okay. That's, that's, this is the tough world out there. This is why random encounters, you run from them. You don't get near them. Mm-hmm. They're, no good can come from them. Okay, roll for the type of spell, sir. Type of spell. And now we can put behind us that controversy over how to play that dog. Uh, well, guaranteed, for those who play in one of our tournament modules, if you don't think you're going to see a shadow right. master. Or an elephant. <laughs> or a rogue, right. ele- a rogue bull. You got another thing. He, he... And... Uh, uh, yeah, that's like we're like telling what's on the final exam. Right, we're giving you hints. That's what right. class. So you get the benefit of that. Ninety nine. Whoa, does that mean anything? That means it's a cleric spell. If we're using the scroll rule. We're using the scroll rule. I like cleric spells. I'm glad. So you can roll the next percentage. Go ahead. This is because it's the team effort. We're a team. Okay. Well, unfortunately, that would require me to. I always have trouble finding stuff in the player's handbook. Okay, so it is a cleric spell. We have seven levels, so... No, I'm sorry. We still have to figure out if it's a druid spell. Ooh. All right, I'll roll that one, okay? So I'd want to roll low. I want it to be druid, because that sounds like fun. Yeah, you want to roll low, correct. 62. That'd be a... No, it is, it is a cleric spell. Okay. You want to... So, all right. D8. Oh, D8, okay. That's the, the pointier one. No, no. Yes, the, also known as the hit dice one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been rolling 10 hit. Now you're like, that's why Dan's characters had all those hit points. He was, uh, he's always rolling a D10. All right, seven, oh, seventh level. Oh, it's going to take forever now. Okay. You want to roll the D10? Uh, sure. Four. Wow, gate. We did gate. We can't do it we've again. Done it's gate. a reroll. Yes. I didn't know that. Okay. I think I, I, we've done gate. 
Guaranteed. Okay. I don't know if we've done cleric game. Yeah, done we have talked about it because you like you don't know what's coming through. Like, don't you try to come something come through, but it may not. Something right. else may come. Right. Yeah, we're not. And they're just angry, and they start. It's like an yeah. '80s movie right. where you like something comes in and just starts attacking you. Exactly. Okay. All right. I'll roll it. All right. I'll roll the d10. You've been fired. Five. Holy word. Oh. Okay. Cool. An unholy is... word. Yeah. This is good. Okay. Holy word. It sounds like a Christmas song, Carol. Oh, unholy world. <laughs> All right. Word. Sorry, not world. Okay. So we are flipping and turning to clear. Page 53 of the player's handbook. Please be Oh, it's short. Cool. Level 7, range 0. All right. So the utterance of a holy word has tremendous power. It drives off evil creatures from other planes. So yeah, oh, so yeah, you really need to. Uh, so you want you want to cast? Can you cast this in hell? Oh no, no usually not. Well, you don't want it. Forcing them to return their own plane of existence. It further affects other creatures of differing alignment as follows. So this is okay. So yeah, I mean, this is really to face big time stuff. I mean, it's coming from other planes. I don't need this unless I think something really. This is not my daily spell selection. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the market today. I better take. Holy word, unless I think that magic user is going to gate in something, right? Is that? Right. Well, this is if, yeah, you gate something in and something sad happened. <laughs> okay. So that I'm, oh, that's say. right. So I want this as a backup when I use gate. Exactly. Something goes wrong. Like, back to the shadow kind oh, of thing. But back to the gates, back to hell. Yeah. So I could have done that too if uh, the uh, Balrog had mm-hmm. been from another plane and be gated in. Right. Like, like back, exactly. to, back to the shadow. Okay. Well, I mean, it's, 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 this is, now look at it, see how cool it is. Yeah, this next one looks pretty cool here. So it further affects other creatures of differing alignment as well. Wait, any differing alignment? Uh, I knew you were waiting for that. Okay, wait, does the DMG talk about this? Should we? I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Because that, I would have thought. But it is controversial. To me, it's controversial. Yeah, because. I would have thought it would be like opposite alignment. So I'm like lawful good and I can like do something. This can work against a neutral good. That doesn't seem right. Or, well, I would have, yeah, I would have gone that far, but I would have said, does it affect neutral people? Oh, there's an entry. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Page 43 of the DMG. 43. Gary has spoken. Gary is speaking the holy word. The speaker must be from the plane upon which it speaks in order to have the utterance send the other creature to their own plane. Oh, upon, oh. so in other words, you got to be, so I need to be on, if I'm from the prime material plane, which I will be, I need to be from the prime material plane and speak it on the prime material plane. Is that what that's saying? That's right. Okay. Must be, right. So, okay. So it sounds like people were trying to use it. They were going to hell. Right. And trying to blast people away from Blast demons from there, or wherever. Right, correct. Okay, or whatever. I.e., a devil on the primateer plane. Oh, this is also about using against me. That's very yeah. nice of Gary. I.e., a devil on the primateer plane could not use a spell to send away anything, although it could do so if in hell. Oh, so this is very interesting because usually this is talking about Gary is is dialing back plum player abuse. This sounds like he's maybe helping out players. Well, it's a little bit of both because uh, this is back to the whole thing of how 
super powerful players are killing deities. It should not happen. Most of them have a holy right. word. Goodbye. Bloop. Okay. You know. All right. As soon as as soon as they don't want to deal with you, they can't. Uh, it should be extremely hard. That's well. Hard. If you're from another plane, which is why I'm not a big fan of Queen of the Demon web pips. That's another story. Why not? Because the goal is to kill Loth. Yeah. Right. That shouldn't happen. Even in my gnome skull adventure, you're just looting the palace. Like he's right. The the the, the kobold deity is away. You're just there to loot. You're not there to actually kill. Kill that guy. Oh, so but wait. So if somebody is from another, so let's say something's from another plane, and has been gated in, do I just send them back to their plane, or can I yes. use this other chart too? So when do you use do you use this other chart if the thing is not from what other chart? No. What the other chart the, is... The kills, paralyzes, stuns. Well, let me keep reading Gary's, and then we'll go back to. Creatures sent to their original plane cannot return for one day, so they get a timeout for a day. Creatures yep. slowed by such a spell lose their first round of attack, and each odd number round of attack thereafter until the duration of the effect wears off. Okay, so here's my question. We now have... Affected creatures must be in six-inch diameter. Okay, so I'm confused. So... If you're from another plane, if you're another, you instantly go back to that. If you're plane. evil, it tries off evil. So let's assume. And, well, it's a, a different alignment. It's, I mean, if you want to be, if you want to be textualist, this is where it drives off evil, good creatures from other planes. Oh, That's fur- right. Wait, but it further affects other creatures of differing alignment. Right. That's so well. is this is this like a supplemental effect or an alternative? Yes. Oh, because I was wondering if this is like. The first one is what happens to evil creatures. So let's assume I'm a good cleric. Evil creatures from another plane. There's a demon and bats or, or demon and gnolls and whites, all kinds of chaotic evil goodness come. Oh, because, okay, so so now some undead are actually from the negative material plane, correct? That's right. Some are here. Like skeletons are obviously here. Right. Zombies are here. Zombies. Yeah, but they're here. Yes. Gas are here. Yeah, but whites. Well, whites are a little weird because they they get their. I would say wraiths are from the negative. Okay, so let's do an easy plane. one. So wraiths are from the. Assume wraiths are from the negative material plane. Liches is it, well, whatever. Okay. Well, liches are ex-humans. Yeah. So. Right. Okay. Spectres. Spectres clear the negative material plane, aren't they? Correct. Okay. That's right. So yours and they're evil, right? Evil. Yes. Okay. So a specter. If I'm dealing with a specter. Uh, for a former Lemur, Lemur. That's right. Ex- now, that's right. That's right. We've that. been there. Trying to tie it back. That's right. Excellent work. So, so, <laughs> so, if it's a specter, the utterance will drive the specter back to the negative material plane. Right. Yes. I got a timeout for a day. But you believe then? I also then, because it is of a different alignment of me. I also get to work off of this chart as a bonus effect. Right. Yeah. Okay. So if there were a, a hundred men at arms, evil men at arms, they'd be dead if they were within the area. Because the really well, but wait. Okay. So if it's a lesson for hit dice from another plane, rather than being sent back to the other plane, it actually dies. Well, you could do it either way. No, you mean you think I get the choice? I don't know if you get the choice. I think the DM could decide one way or another. Because it, because it, because it could be read that if it's not from another plane, if it's another well, plane, you're just sent back. 
you're yes. not from another plane and different alignment, then you use this chart as an. That's that's how I would always read it because it's in order of priority, which is goodbye, other planar creatures. Then, because of the power of your deity right. and the power of the cleric, this is what it does to anything that's left there. Right. Okay. I that makes I like I agree that makes sense to me. Okay. So so I can walk around and use holy. So let's say I'm an evil cleric. Then you do unholy. Word. Right. I can walk around. And you say unholy word, so now it's the cleric in the marketplace. I can walk around, and I can be a cleric magic user, right? I mean, yes. what, half-elf? That's, uh, no, uh, cleric, well, you'd be dual class. Most of the liches are dual yeah, class. Isn't there a cleric magic user? Is it cleric, half-elf? A half-elf could be one, but you'll never get to this level. Oh, good point. Well, yeah, but my DM was nice and didn't say, said no level limits. Oh, no, no, no I would not yes, do that. Okay, so if, I am a, so if I'm, a, if I'm an evil cleric, Evil high priest. I, in the market with the evil wizard. Could, or it right. could be the evil wizard, cleric, magic user, dual class. So I go there, and I just say this, even though you're the, you're not from another plane. I just kill – you're less than four. I just kill you? Death. There's no saving throw? Correct. Oh, my goodness. The power of Christ compels you. God. What level do I have to be to cast? Oh, well, it's, it, it, actually, the Chamberlain of Australia put it in there for us. You have to be a 16th level cleric with an 18 wisdom because you have to have 18. Only clerics with 18 wisdom can learn 7th level spells. And as we know from the deities and demigods, that you get those directly from your deity. Does that, does that, is that in the wisdom chart? Yes, yes. it's in the wisdom chart. We talked about this ages ago, which is that those charts have little nuggets there of information. Correct. Now, it's not only the asterisk and the footnotes, right? But it's also, yeah, that's right. Minimum wisdom for a, uh, yeah. Look at this, and 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 you need to have a thirteen wisdom. It says for a multi-class half-elven cleric character. They, they drops that in there. A little thirteen right. there. I don't think that's. I don't know if that's anywhere else. It it, it mentions that if you want to be a a half-elf. Okay, that's horrible. Right. This similar is, like that with the magic user? Where I'm just like, yeah. uh, power, power World Kill okay. does that. Or I think it's Power World Kill. Just. So you think, so just the deafening is not, okay. Oh, and there's a chance of failure. Oh my gosh. So you could get a scroll with Holy, oh, holy Word, yes. Mm -hmm. And let's say I'm a first level cleric. I got to be 16. Right. Is that what's fifteen times five? Yes, so you have a seventy-five percent chance of it going horribly. But wrong. I have a twenty. Oh my god! I can, oh, what's the, what happens when it goes wrong? What's the backfire chance? Isn't there a backfire chance? Uh, well, now we have to look. That would kill me. But so I could have a twenty-five percent chance of using that scroll and just killing. Right, but uh, for a lot of people, bad. But I can just go in the town square and wipe them out. Wow! But I can't use it. But I got to be on my own plane. So if I'm somewhere else, okay. That is horrible. That's horrible. All right, so if it's 15th level difference, you have a 50-50 chance of either total failure or harmful effect, reverse or harmful effect. And the reverse, right, and so that could be killed. Which would be death. Probably. Well, it says, because you're first level, it would be death. Oh, you think reversal or harmful, if it's clear it can operate as a reverse, you do the reverse. That the harmful is just if like the reverse wouldn't make sense. 
right. you think it's reverse. It's it's the backfire yeah. happens on it's, me. It's especially in this case, if it's a holy word, why would the holy deity allow for an unholy word to be launched? That doesn't make any sense. Well, I'm using the. Well, no, I mean, I may. It might be a whole. It's a well. It's a scroll. But it's the deity's power still. It's that's done it. I, I guess you would have to argue: is is this is magic a unaligned uh, force that once it's codified in the scroll mm-hmm. and it's sealed up and it's unleashed, if it's not done properly, all bad things can happen, or it's a marker for the deity to say, "Yep, you can put that on there." And, uh, but when I release it, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to do it accordingly. And in this case, it would make, to me, it'd make more sense that, you know, uh, uh Moradin, the God of the dwarves, if, if the first level cleric tried to do that and it didn't work, which again is all kinds of stories because dwarves can't be 16th level clerics, blah, 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 blah. And he was in the, uh, area with goblins he wouldn't kill his own dwarves from it by casting on holy word that seems well, but so but i cast holy so i cast holy word right but, I, but i'm the, low level and so it backfires and it kills right me. i think that well, kills you because you're an idiot but it should, right yeah. but should it kill everyone all the other dwarves around you who are lawful good oh well what is it yeah, because well, if, if it reversed would be unholy word Wait, why am I using the verse? I'm trying to kill Goblin. You're not. You, that's my, my point. You're, you're saying, why wouldn't I pick the reverse of this versus adverse effect? That was the that was what I thought the question I was answering. Oh, no. I think I was just saying. No, I wasn't saying the reverse. I was just saying I'm casting it off a scroll and I don't have the competence. Right. If you're a good person. Yeah. And you're a, again. You're a dwarf. You're with your. You're with the twelve dwarves and Bilbo. Right. And you're in the goblins. Somehow you find the scroll of Moradin that has holy word on it, and you fail. It's fifty percent chance it doesn't work, or fifty percent reverse or advert or adverse. I would say it's adverse. It just kills you. It doesn't kill the whole. I party. agree with that. It would make the Hobbit a really short book at that. No, point. No, no, and I that agree happens. with that. Well, and it only works on. It dries up. Oh, I see what you're saying. Because it, it further affects other creatures. Oh, it's got an area of effect of 30. So in other words, this is not just a single target. Yeah, it's like hears uh, it. Right. That's the point. Oh, this is brutal. This is the opening of the arc. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little atomic bomb. It's like a little right. weapon. Exactly. Oh. Oh my god, yeah, it's like with the ring where they all file, you know, and, and yeah, that's right. When he sent a blood. Oh wow. Yes. Radius. So yeah, so you really want to walk up there. You want to like pretend you're parlaying. Right. Hey goblins. What's, <laughs> What's up? up, dudes? Yeah. Oh, this is god. this is where the you're surround, you know, you see Demogorgon, you're in your protection circle, he's about to do that's yeah. when he, and, and the and the creatures and he's sending his goblins yeah. or someone to get get you out of the protection from evil things so he can eat you and that's when you go oh my gosh i'm with you now my friend so what you're saying is so right so it's and it may have been you know i, I always get this wrong i don't think gandalf was counted as a member of the party because you know the problem was they didn't want 13 isn't that right i think so you right. want to be unlucky and i think it may have been 13 
doors, maybe, plus one for Bill, because they, they weren't counting Gandalf. And let me tell you, I think Dory is the real hero of The Hobbit. Uh, you heard it here first. But, you know, so, yeah, I'm, we're The Hobbit. So we're, we're The Doors and Bilbo. Right. Gandalf, of course, is gone again. Gandalf right. fighting the necromancer or something stupid, right? right? And we're surrounded by all these goblins, just tons. Yeah, we're, 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 yeah, so, oh, yes. So we're in the goblin mines. Big right. goblin is like, who are you? But yeah. we're all in a little cave area. Right. And, and during the thing, one Bilbo found the ring. And, oh, by the way, next to the ring was the scroll of. Yes. Holy word. Is, right. And because we have a cleric with us for whatever reason, right? So we have a an NPC dwarven yeah. cleric. Well, one of the third, one of the one of the dwarves is a you know his side job. He's a yeah. dwarven cleric. He's a cleric. He's an NPC clearly because he's in parentheses. Yeah. And he, um, yeah. And so he's like, I'll take this out, and he reads it. And so everyone within a thirty foot radius is going to. Depending on what level they are. The Great Goblin is like level four, because that can make sense to me, right? That the Great Goblin is only like level four, or at least. Exactly. So he's level four. They're all, everybody, yeah, they're just dead. Dead. But if it backfires, oh my gosh. Then the question is, what does backfire mean? Well, that's what you said. You, I would infer that, that why would these poor other dwarves be killed by a, quote, now unholy word? It would just be adverse to the person cast. Oh, see, I see what you're saying now is you're saying that you think that if my in. So the question is, what happens from the low level, the incompetent, Correct. basically? You can't right. you can't handle this scroll kind of that's deal. Right. It's like uh, the crystal skull when uh, Kate Blanchett learns all the knowledge from the aliens. Oh, just, yeah. So this really is a, is a tough call for the DM because the DM's got to decide. It's, all, it's a terrible choice. It's, do you simply die, caster, or, right. or assuming I'm less than four hit because I am, I was level one, right? Because otherwise you could say, well, you're just paralyzed or you're stunned or you're all yeah. stunned. That would be a lot easier if they're high level. You're all stunned. You're, you're tied up and now it's A4, the slave lords, I guess, right? Yeah, exactly. So... Yeah, or does everybody die? I don't think. I don't think. I don't think the casting screw up. Uh, so this is just my thought. I understand your point; it's a very reasonable one. I tend to think that once the spell is on the scroll, the deity has done his or her work, and you just bungled the spell because you're incompetent. You you can't handle it, and so it just you screw it up. You like don't say it right. Something's a little wrong. I don't view it as the the deity is now unhappy with you for trying this and is going to kill everybody or not kill everybody but i understand your point that'd be a tough one so that's this i guess here's the 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 lesson we know the lesson we really shouldn't be trying to cast this off a scroll if you are low level unless you are like a unless you're like a you have no other choice if you're gonna die you might as well do it then because then it's like well do we just die we're gonna die anyway we're surrounded by the goblins and that's why I think a lot of DMs, myself included, have put in scrolls of ridiculously powered things. Because A, it's a one thing, and B, they're going to be – if they understand the, the, the chart on page 120 of the DMG, which is what we're talking about, the level difference. If you, if you fail your spell – if you make your – in this case, if you are unlucky and you don't make your spell failure, which in this case, if we're going first level cleric, 16th level need to cast is 75%. 
there's a 15th level difference, it's 50% chance of total failure, 50% chance of reverse or harmful effect. So you could, you first of all, you'd have to roll 50-50. Correct. So you're not, right. Then if let's say it's reverse harmful effect, then you'd have to decide. So some people said, hey, maybe you go to the plane. You know, he saves you by bringing you to your plane, you know, I, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah. You could come up with because I think that reverse or harmful gives you a lot of discretion. I don't think you have right. to say you could read that as you're not required to do reversal if there is something that's clearly a reversal. You could read right. it as damn discretion. You can reverse it. You do harmful. Have fun with it. But you realize what's happening now has happened, don't you? No, I don't. Okay, well, like our next tournament adventure, or something like that, has to start with the party surrounded by a ton of goblins. Right. A, you don't mention it to the party. You just hope the cleric remembers that there is a holy word scroll in there, which he's not high enough level to cast. And so your adventure could end right at the beginning or it could work. And so we just tell people, you know, you don't really need to pack a lunch. There's a good chance, you know, you may want to make alternate plans. But I think we got to drop that, that scroll in there, don't you think? That's fun. This was good. I like that. All right, so there you that go. It's a good. Well, I like that. Told you, it's super no, powerful. I like spell. it. I don't like it at higher level where you just you're dead. I don't like that. I like no. You find the scroll in your lower level because I love the random. Right. Okay. Well, that's the same. I mean, and you know, I I criticized some of these Gonzo modules that you ran where you, you know your first or second level and you're finding limited wish and yeah. and scrolls, but. In some ways, it's good because then there is a chance. You don't have to, as a DM, concoct some kind of, you know, you you and I are fans of this is the encounter. It is what it is. If the party did something stupid or not, they just got unlucky. All right, you're dead. Uh, that's it. You know? right. So here you give them a chance to pull some magic out of the hat. It could be small, but at least they have a chance where if they don't have these scrolls or magic items, they have no chance. It's, you know, it's just a numbers game. And I think, uh, you know, again, that's, that's what makes the game fun. If it's just a grindhouse, I mean, people play grindhouse. that. Grindhouse. That's, that's our next album. Yeah. <laughs> grindhouse. Or is that like, it sounds like a techno band. It's like Bauhaus. Right. Grindhouse. grindhouse. Yeah. Death. I see like, I don't know. I see like a sausage maker on the cover of our first album. Yeah. <laughs> just your character sheets the goldenrod character yeah, exactly. sheets yeah, right. in the, put in the that should be a houses. cover of turning and flipping I'm sorry flipping and turning flipping and yeah, turning alright that was fun good. I like that spell we, yeah, I need to uh, we need to incorporate that alright so uh, shockingly we're running late well how late uh, well Vic's coming on at 10 isn't he yeah he's coming on at time? 10 so if he's coming on at 10 do we, can we squeeze in a 25 minutes uh, of the dragon hard, yeah. of a hobgoblin lair Oh, okay. You want to do that, or you want to do the dragon? Oh, we probably should do the dragon because we're going to be, yeah. Right. This, this is this is the last month. Let's do the dragon real quick. Uh, I'll have Goblin there. I'll have to wait. All right. So I thought it was okay. What was okay? Oh, the dragon yeah. magazine. I know you're pulling that up there. So why don't I see this? What happened to it? Did it go away? Oh, no, it's right there. So are we doing? Maybe we're doing Hop Goblin Lair. <laughs> That's right. Oh, okay. no, here we go. All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Of course. Uh, yeah. All right. Dragon 41. 
is today's exciting dragon? September 1980, 40 years ago yeah. this month. Which is crazy. Yeah, you'd think it was even crazier if you're one of the people who wrote for Dragon at the time, really? Right. That's a long time. All right. Cool. So hopefully people can see that. You, oh yeah, I can do this. I can do this. Oh, you can show it to me. I think so. Let's see. How's that? That's awesome. All right. Thank you very much. So there it is. I thought the cover was, I don't know, not in love with the Yes. I mean, yes. the artwork's fine, but I don't know. It's like first day of school or something. And yeah, it's. Right. It's not all that. No, I don't. So um, the first thing that I have in my notes is page four. And why is page four important? Yeah. Because Gary, once again, has to put the smack down. This is the art. This is apparently Gary had a lot of free time, and he's he's he he was invested in this issue. I'm just going to say that. Yeah. That's the theme. He's, he's, yeah. So the the dwarven beard seems to be a big issue for people because you got to love the the audience here, right? Two people write in. After Gary had said dwarves have beards, and it pointed out that apparently there's a reference in Lord of the Rings to a female dwarf, and she was referred to as what as fair as Galadriel. Wow! And the argument, there you go, because let's face it, you know, Kate Blanchett, she's uh, right. She's she's easy on the eyes, yeah. and and it um, the argument was that if you're a female who's as fair as Galadriel, it's pretty pretty well impossible that you have a beard. <laughs> that has to be some beard. Well, that to be no beard. It couldn't be a beard. If you're as fair as Galadriel, you wouldn't have a beard. Which they, So they, the argument is that's evidence that dwarves don't have beards. And Gary, boy, Gary says, this is, I thought this was quite interesting. Gary says the dwarves of D&D are not based on the doors of Lord of the Rings, right? Isn't that where he says that in this letter summary? Right, yeah. Sorry, but the doors of D&D and or Adina are not drawn from J.R.R. Tolkien. Any resemblance between the dwarves of my games and Tolkien's works might arise from the fact that they were... Oh, sorry, he didn't put that in. <laughs> <laughs> the fact they were drawn from Teutonic and Norse mythology. If you use Tolkien for your source as the f- facial... Histerness? What is that word? Oh, it's too little, but I remember there being a word that I didn't know. H-I-R-S-U-T-E-N-E-S-S. Herstuness of female dwarves, then why not use magic Use magic as well? Basically, his argument is, because I didn't copy one thing, don't copy. You know, just because my thing is from Vance, my magic system is from Vance, doesn't mean... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's from that. So. so it sounds like so so female dwarves have beards. Is that what we're taking? Is that the takeaway? That well, Gary's, that's what he's saying. He seems to spoke. Oh, he's Gary. That's fine. Okay, yeah. So female dwarves. He he's. I don't know if I bought his argument that fair means. I mean, I know fair can mean light skinned, and so he said Blonde, that, must, yeah. that must mean that the dwarf in in Lord of the Rings was. But it, but it doesn't matter. It's moot because he says they're not the dwarves of Lord of the Rings, which I think would come as a surprise to a lot of people, right. but uh, myself included. But uh, he really seemed to have not been a big – well, I shouldn't say not a big fan of Lord of the Rings. But boy, he, 
it really seems much more that pulp stuff. And we asked Ernie about that, if I recall. Yeah. But okay, so all right, so dwarves have beer. You don't want to have beers. They don't have to have beers in your game. Right. Okay. Well, I mean, and, and so then another guy says he's right. So the, the fact that this is what people were worried about. Right. And we are. What, and, and who who's who's worse? We're talking about it forty years later. So you know, all right. Um, yeah, who's worse? Exactly. Right. I mean, well, we're worse because we're insane. Forty years later. All right. I thought that was interesting. All right. So moving on to the next uh, thing on my list, because again, uh, this is available online if you guys want it. Uh, the next one was page six. Reflections on a real life cleric. Oh, that was very good. I thought, did you read that? I mean, I know we don't always mm -hmm. have time to read everything real carefully, and we kind of pick and choose. Um, did you did you read that carefully? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I read it. It was it was interesting because again, uh, how a cleric would uh, you know, his this is someone who uh, is is a cleric. Of, well, was I'm not sure. Hopefully, he's still alive. Uh, in the United Methodist Church, and but played D and D. Yeah, and it was he had done was a chromatic dragon. He had written an article, and they had found out that he was a priest, an actual reverend. That's right, right. reverend. And, I don't know my different categories very well. Yeah, I think he's a reverend, a priest. Uh, well, my understanding is priests. The difference between a priest and a reverend is priests in Catholic faith is that they have they can uh, perform the sacraments. Oh. Reverend, reverends do not claim they can perform the sacraments, but there's the sacraments have a mystical uh, ability. And and do priests get more spells per day than reverends? Hold on, I'm, I'm being told I need to resize this because people can't see it. Okay, I'm yeah, gonna I make it black screen. Yeah. Oh, you don't you don't see it now? Now I see some of it. Now now I see it. It went black for a second. Now uh, I see it. I hadn't seen it at all until. All right, hold on. I gotta make it bigger. It's, 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 it's wizards. They're watching. That's right. They're not watching. It's fair yeah. use. We're doing it. This is fair actually, use. Actually, this is actually, this I would think this is quite, fair use. being critical. That actually probably is quite, it, it, people probably abuse, uh, overuse that they think is fair use. It's probably, this probably would be fair use because we are actually critiquing this. So I thought that article was very good because he had apparently written an article, I think maybe about chromatic dragons. I can't remember. And, uh, they found out that he was a uh, a reverend. There it is, reverend, yes. And so they thought that was very interesting because we had seen an advertisement, hadn't we, in, in one of the prior Dragon magazines where they wanted people who were priests and reverends right. to write that, in. That's exactly right. Because what time is this in this? What's the year? I, I assume where Santanic Panic is, is setting the in. The Santanic Panic? Saint, they're, uh, Carlos Santana? They're Did I say Santana? The Santana the, Panic. The Santanic Panic. That's what you said. Santanic Panic. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, it's Santana Panic. Oh no, he's playing guitar again. Not the Santanic Panic. Santanic. It, it was. It was a. It was a Carlos Santana, uh, death metal project. <laughs> <laughs> a little known. So what was great was that he talks about. I thought he, he was a very good writer. He very eloquently explained how it's. You know, it is. It, it's a game that has a lot of redeeming qualities. Can be very helpful to people. He has a group of reverends or ministers, or whatever. Even as a member who plays a very good assassin, so I thought that was very good. So I thought it was a very good defense of playing D and D uh, in, in opposition to the Satanic Panic. So 
Um, right. It's a game, folks. And, you know, just like anything, if you go lose your mind and you've got a problem with it. But, uh, you know, he's coming from the C.S. Lewis Tolkien who, you know, people have said that they've infused their worldview. And again, I, I think most people who write, they, they have some part of their worldview, whether they're exploring it one way or they're, you know, using it as a, a mechanism to either validate or test their worldview. It's, it's, it's in there. So again, it was, uh, uh, it's interesting. And I thought he did a really good job. So definitely worth reading. Yep, I liked it. Okay, what do we got next? I just see black, so you have to tell me what we have. Oh, black again? Oh, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't worry too much about it. If you just remind me what I – don't, I don't know if everyone is seeing black. No, everyone else – I see what they're seeing. Okay, well, then so. you just let me know what it is. I'll remember it. I don't need to see it. There, hopefully you can see it again. I'm yeah, I do. Here. I see it. Thank you. Uh, so then this is all the melee, which, again, it took me about 20 minutes to figure out yeah. that this was the uh, Steve Jackson – game so i didn't we didn't read those i didn't either yeah because it's a separate game yeah and the giants of the earth i you know my I'd problem, never read it yeah my problem is i honestly i haven't read a lot of the fantasy literature and i feel bad about that i love lord of the rings of course and i've read now recently the fritz lieber stuff uh, oh really fritz good library yeah i've been you know i'm the fat from gray mouse i like that gritty kind of uh milieu but so a lot of these i just don't know very well so right. that's why i don't pay a lot of but i assume if you'd read it it'd be a lot of fun to see uh, these characters, their stats. Yeah, so that you can kill them. That's great. So you can kill them, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And again, more Giants of the Earth, Norse deities. Uh, I didn't read the Dragon's Blood thing that didn't have it. Even though Tom Mulvey did part of it, I just had no interest in that. No, I agree. And I, this was like the Elves and Doors Halflings for appearance sake was like very different, right? I mean, I did right. color Elves. It seemed to be I'm looking for things that will fill in gaps or be maybe little tweaks on, on the 1E rules. That's usually what I'm looking for out of this. So that wouldn't have interested me at the time. Yeah, well, this was, yeah, like you said, the, the, the letter part talks about what colors they are, you know, their eye color, and, their, you know, I guess, I guess it's useful. So, but Is it for, yeah, but doesn't it, it seemed like it went against maybe what some of the, one descriptions are well we'll get when we get to 46 we'll look into yeah. that. i hate that too why that drives me crazy because then i just stop reading um the trolls was for some other play right it was a yeah, I, didn't, oh, I, didn't this was, I think was this this was the land of divine right i think yes right i believe so i think yeah, so I, and again i'm sure some of it's interesting we just uh, you know dan and i've said if it's not a D first edition when i was that age i certainly didn't do it and now that i'm old I'm I'm reading it back just for first edition. It's unfortunately I, I it's 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 you know I, I think maybe it's because of YouTube and all this other stuff. I just don't have the patience now, to. I'm looking for interesting spells, magic items, monsters, adventures, one. That's what I'm looking for. So the next was this is about a war gaming, which we like war gaming, but I didn't read it because I don't care about war gaming. Correct. Uh, in in this context, I would have bought the general from Avalon. Yeah. If I was interested in a magazine for wargaming out about the general. So, which by the way, there it is. The, the it uh, is. portfolio 40, 40 years ago, which again, next week, that's going to be my suggestion talking about next week. You could buy a uh, Greyhawk con coming up. Yeah. Folio edition 1980. I came out August, 1980. 
So bizarre is bizarre. You know, yes. okay, so more than a door. All right, I'm going to roll. Tell me. I thought this chart was okay, but you know. Right, because you're a door fan. I'm you're a pro door. Yes, so I, yes, so I like this. I like doors being unusual. But the thing is, I don't know that I need a random chart. I like a list to draw ideas, but I don't know that I want to just roll randomly of what this door does. And and I And I don't know that any of these ideas are amazing to me, but. So I guess this gives you ideas to spruce up your doors. That's fine with me. I mean, to me, what people want to know is which way does it open, and they always want to know what are the hinges made out of and stuff like that. I'm going to zoom in for our listeners so they can see this. I rolled a 10. It's an ordinary door. That was fun. Oh, yeah, all right. I see. 69, it's an ordinary door. All right, I'm just, let's just assume it's, I have an ability. No, keep rolling. Okay. 77. There you go. See, don't let, don't right. give up on the dice. Seventy-seven. Right. You get you get an ability from the table below. So my door has an ability, so I can like unhinge it and take it with me, and use it. <laughs> One. One to nine. It's an intelligent Whoa. door. Now, actually, I hadn't noticed this. See, the dice are telling me, Dan, you missed something interesting. You can have an intelligent door. That's yeah. So D four. But then you got to know, is it like a sword? Like how intelligent? I mean, can it speak? Does it have to have a, a certain intelligence? All right. D, wait, why? Oh, D4. That's it. Well, that's what it says, D4. One. It's a lawful good door. Can I roll like three six-sided to see its intelligence? Cause sure. It, uh, it's not how you do it for a sword, but yeah, that's you could do it that way. Well, I know, but how do you do it for nine? I mean, like how do you know if your door speaks? He's, he's an average intelligent door. Well, that's why if you use the sword one, it's a magical door, yeah. which I assume, since doors don't normally speak, I like the idea of using the sword table to figure out if it's what how it does. So that's on page 166 of the DMG. Now, it's already said it's intelligent, so... That's true, you're right, it's, it's intelligent. So, so basically, I would roll a 100 and divide it by 4. Here's my thought. It can't be 1 to 75, which is no intelligence. Right, it already says you. intelligence. So roll a D100 divided by 4, and then that will determine what... Uh, I mean, 81, so divide 4 would be 20. So it's, so it's 20-something. So it's pretty high up there. It's uh, 15 intelligence. It can speak. And it can speak, exactly. Do I get the um, minor powers? No, you don't get the minor powers. <laughs> so I just can speak. Right, so, you so now you have an door, intelligent, lawful good door. And you're like, where's the magic mouth? Like, magic mouth... What do you take for me? For, you know, what do you take me That's for? Right. A magic mouth? <laughs> well, and then you have to roll the personality on the uh, so, well, non-player character personality. Yes, you have to do the whole personality. So it's like a rude door. <laughs> a lawful good rude door. <laughs> well, you know, you could be like a grumpy and lawful good, I think. Right? I, I, I agree. That would be yeah. funny, yeah, because it's like kind of like the, the, the rough exterior, but you got the heart of gold kind of door. Mm-hmm. And so when you chop it down, tough, tough love, tough love, tough love. Yeah. So when you chop that thing down, he's like, "What the?" Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> funny. He starts chopping on a door, and the door starts screaming. I was sleeping. What's happening? Yeah, and of course, you know, we say it's what five rounds to. It's a certain amount of rounds. Yeah. I remember reading. That's a terrible to, death. Yeah, I'm still dying. Will someone help? Not me dead yet. I'm awful good. Is there a cleric cast? I'm telling the truth. Take me with you. I keep this dungeon. Everyone keeps knocking me down. All right. That's weird. I love it. And and I felt bad about making other weapons intelligent because that's not by the book. You know, mace and 
but this is a door. So I don't feel as bad anymore. Okay, that's funny. So then, and and then you have some w- items from our dear friend Ed Greenwood, who uh, you know, as we learned when we talked to him, was a frequent contributor to Dragon. Yeah, the only one of the three that I particularly liked. Um, I liked the singing sword. I thought it was funny. Yeah, it's not bad. So you know, to have a weapon that sings, and I think you know he doesn't shut up. And so it's a little bit like Fred the Fish. Right from from Janelle Jaquay, so it's probably going to drive you crazy at a certain point. So yeah, I thought the weapons are. I tend to like the magic items and the monsters in general from White Dwarf better than Dragon because they seem to be a little zanier. Dragon right. seems a little bit more mainstream to me. Yeah. This this is a little bit more Metallica uh, as opposed to Slayer. White Dwarf's a little more Slayer esque. It's a little more mainstream. So all right, any thoughts on those? I agree. It's okay. I mean, it's, you know, the problem with all this is it's I, like monsters. There's so many monsters yeah. you forget about them. Yeah. Someone, uh, another thing, I someone, I don't know where exactly, you look online, someone has made a spreadsheet. I'm sure there's a database of all the first edition, second edition monsters. Yeah. That, and they broken out by subtype. That is super useful because you're like, okay, I want an undead. Well, there's like 300 undead that you can find now. You know, and, here's my thought though. After the basics, like the Monster Manual ones, at a certain point, can't you just make up your own stuff? You know, yeah. once they get that weird, like I think every milieu pretty much you're going to want a unicorn and an orc, right? And and then the Monster Manual. As long as it's not copyrighted by the Wizards of the Coast. All, elephant, all right, right sure. exactly. You know, basically you've got you, – you get the stats for these monsters and their abilities. That's super useful because you don't have to make all that stuff up. Yeah. Once you start getting to the weird stuff, I mean, can't you just – isn't it more fun to make up your own weirdo monsters? Because number one, they're not going to be like all all over the place probably. I don't know. It's just kind of like if I'm going to have like Bizarro Monster Manual 2 stuff, I'd rather just make up my own monster and have fun with it than like find one in Monster Manual 2. But I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm sure a lot of people disagree with me. No, I, I, I think it goes back to – um, two things. One, what do you what are you trying to accomplish with it? Something to fit? You want monsters to fit the specific story? Yeah, then you should want to build it. The second one is somewhat to blunt metagaming where it's boring. See, I don't mind metagaming when it gets good play. Metagaming is a problem when the play becomes boring because like, oh, it's a goblin. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Yeah. You know, if you make them undead camo- cannibals or excuse me, cannibals right. and use the goblin stats, well, that's fun. You know, okay, they're goblins, but now you've made them cannibals. Yeah. Or you, you know, you, you need a certain creature, but you're just taking this, the, the stats of a ghoul and now you're calling it something else. So, uh, both of those are, are good. The, the problem is I'm lazy and I don't have – Well, that's right. I mean it, I don't have time to do that. That's right, and that's what it does. It's, it does serve that purpose absolutely that, you you know, they're, they're off the shelf. You can grab them. Um, so, yes, no, there, there's certainly a place for it. I just find myself not spending very – using many monsters from the Monster Manor 2 and the Fiend photo. Some I like, but it's, it would be like animal skeleton, things that are like I think should have been there all along. Um, you know, if you wanted stats for an ordinary cat, but 
it, it, I don't find myself going through the Monster Manor 2 and, and Fiend Folio and using monsters from it very much. Because if, if I want weirdness, I'm going to have fun with it. But Okay. So, yeah, Gary. Oh, boy, Gary. So, so this is, you know, some guy is really bold. He just writes on to Out of the Limb, which is the... I, I just I still don't get this. You're the creator of the game, and you're writing letters to the editor. Hilarious! Just, it's it's pretty funny. That's what Rob Ritchie's going to make us do. That's that's right. right. I mean, yeah. Dear editor, yes. I think this sucks. Okay, so we this was great. This is worth the price. He's of the a, yeah, see, he's, he's a little grumpy here, isn't he? Right. I think because he's he's upset with right. He's he's he doesn't like. He's upset. I think with our our friend, right. Who, who, who's been on the show, right? Yeah. And, and and wrote about angels because his angels will never be a part of it. This is Gary saying this, isn't he? That's right. This is well, someone who's claiming to be Gary. <laughs> well, it's signed Gary, isn't it? Okay. Yes, it is. Oh yeah. So I get that away. I, I step on that. So yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Spoiler. You just spoiled. I know. Sorry. We really so, yes. so uh, what for our list? So for our listeners in the magazine. And they're out of limb, which is where people can write to the magazine. There's the title, EGG's Opinions. And it says, for those readers who wish to know the opinions of the individual generally held culpable for creating the whole mess, I offer the following terse comments yeah. on 39. So were these like, I don't know if they had posters back then, but it sounds like he just like left these. He's like, this is what I think of this. And he publishes it, right? So he says, angels will never be part of D&D, AD&D, as long as I have anything to say about it. That treads too close. Okay. Angels out. All right. Well, and I think it's because he doesn't want people to, like, you know, stat Jesus. I mean, it's just as simple as that. Or <laughs> Muhammad. Because if you stat Jesus. That's right. You're going to try to kill him. <laughs> that's, that's horrible. That. Yeah. That's not right. good. Or Muhammad or Moses that's not gonna or Abraham. That's anything good. For the, that is the interview. Yeah. The, the sans, right. That's not going to help defeat the satanic panic. Or, or I'm sure if you look online, there's... There's going to be, you know, someone's strategy, like what powers he has, and the twelve apostles, and you could be a party of elite, right. uh, evil assassins, and you, uh, you know, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. There's, yeah, that's the go to hell game, uh, literally. Okay, the anti paladin is useful as is as useful as a third leg. Nice. I liked the anti. Do you like? I liked the anti paladin write up. Do you like the anti paladin? Uh, yeah, it's fine, but his argument is they were. He's saying evil is so pervasive. Why do you need an anti? I like anti anything. Anti ranger, anti paladin. I like antis. I just do. I don't know why. I like. And it. so uh, the next part. Well, okay, okay, wait. Why not use a sixteen ton block instead? Because anti paladins are cool, and sixteen ton blocks are not. When you're standing there and a sixteen ton block falls on the party, they boo. When the anti-paladin shows up and wipes out the party, they go, that was cool. We're dead, but man, that was pretty cool. Remember that time we would that anti-paladin wiped us out? Right. No one's like, yeah, yeah. Remember that time that 16-foot block it killed the whole party because we were all standing in front of that door? That was cool. It says that. <laughs> right? Well, it's a, and that's, you know, what, a year later in the Fiend Folio, they codify the Death Knight, which is... It's sort of like an anti-paladin. The Death Knight is right. pretty cool, yeah. Oh, we have an anti power. Okay, yeah. Keep All right. So then he says uh, about debauchery and you know, come on, people, it's keep it keep it relatively clean. It's a fun game. Don't don't take it too seriously. He does the Captain Kirk a little bit on this. Don't make it so gritty and weird. Don't be weird with your D and D. 
don't have Jesus, don't have orgies, just just isn't it good enough to go into a dungeon and find treasure? Right. Basically. Then he talks about female uh, uh, players. He would appreciate more female, but that's good. And I think it's interesting to see that back in 1980, that you know it was recognized in 1980 that there was a lack of female players right. and a concern about that. And, um, you know, we're still struggling I think, yeah. with those issues, too, with, with inclusion for women. Um, and so it's interesting. I mean— I think we've made progress in 40 years. Uh, well, he says that. How much? Yeah. And this is the part that's funny. This is uh, uh, this is what's funny, is that he says, we want more women. And then he goes through and then basically says that there's certain things that women can't do. <laughs> yeah. Is that with his strength? Well, first, they shouldn't have greater dexterity. Oh, yeah. And they, shouldn't, and they should have less strength. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I you know the limits on strength. It's interesting. I, I wonder how, if you took a poll of female players, how they would feel about that. Like, say, the current generation of female players who play fifth, how they'd feel about those restrictions. I wonder. My guess is, you know, a percentage would say, "I understand that," and a percentage would be like, "I don't like that." You know, because people have different views. But it goes back to it's a fantasy game. What? What? That's why I like the previous rule. It's, it's your world. Make it whatever you want to. It. Right. And why? Why are you uh, limiting folks? But at my age, at that point, I just accepted it as it was. It's just like why do dwarves get more constitution because they're dwarves? That's all. I just accept. Well, and I don't think you know. I don't know. It didn't seem like there's a lot of people playing female care. I mean, I. I like playing female characters now. I have no problem with it. It's not like I prefer to play female. It's whatever. I don't care. I, right. I like to play an interesting character, and it, that might be a male, might be a female. But I think back in the day, I don't ever remember playing a female character. I, I don't think I thought about ever playing a female character. So you know, I probably had less reason to think about it. If I was female and I wanted to play a female character and I wanted to be a fighter, I got to tell you, I might – then I might have thought differently about the limit because not being able to have exceptional strength – you kind of stick. If I rolled an eighteen, yeah, I'd be pretty upset. And then I'd be like, "Oh, what, what am I supposed to change my sex now, just so I can have 18? That stinks. I don't know. I might have felt differently about it then. You know, exactly. So, so finally, here, this is to me is the best one. Here we go again. More of the critical hits business. We're still misses, oh. which hit the supposedly professional fighter or whack a friend. Stupid, really stupid. Yeah, stupid, really stupid. Boy, and, and they had, I think it already published because we went through it, right? They had just published not too well, long ago. Episode 31. Is that right? Good hits. Uh, good yeah, hits. Misses. misses. Yeah. Um, and I like that chart. And yeah, he says stupid. Really? Boy, Gary. So then, wait a minute, he gets better because he goes, for those who use the critical hits, here are some for monsters. Because he's like, what's good for the goose is good for the yeah, gander, basically. I got it. I understand. So this is, the, this is what I'm going to start using. Any 20 indicates a critical hit on the character attack form. <laughs> Acid dissolving. Character's legs destroyed. Totally helpless. Bite. Character jugular vein severed. Instant death. Blow from a giant. Character's skull smashed. Instant death. There's a theme here. Claw. Character's eyes torn out. Defenseless. Constriction. All broken. Bo- all bones broken. Permanently destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> cut. Character's head cut off. Instant death. Horn. 
character's heart pierced, instant death. Hug. So when the owlbear hugs you, character's spine snapped, instant death. So there's a lot of instant death, by the way. So this is a very interesting issue because we know that probably one of the most house-ruled things right. is is quits and fumbles. Right. I haven't done a poll, but I think most players like it. And I, and I know Gary, I, we, are, we all understand Gary's point, which is this is a two-way street. But, you know, players, I think when they roll a 20, and it does, that doesn't have to be your system, but when they roll a 20, they, they, they want to feel like you feel like it is a better hit, right? I mean, for whatever reason. And when you feel like you roll a 1, you feel like it is a worse mess. And and it adds – I think it adds flavor to it. I I, I – I, I don't agree with Gary on this one, but, uh, you know. Do you want me to get the picture of Gary? You want to talk to him? No, I can see it. It's in my mind's eye. You don't need to show it to me. He, I, looks, I, he looks like the Indian from those 70s where he's, a tear is coming down. Cause the, you know, he's not, is, it, is it a tear or is it he seems to be scowling at me? <laughs> Yeah, I guess he's kind of scowling at you. So use your imagination for other attacks. Note this is not official, but it's more official than critical hits and misses. As a final word, no more Mr. Nice Guy. There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right. Well, as a player, you should not be in favor of critical hits and misses because with monsters, it's better for them. It's just disproportionate. But that's, again, I won't go over that. But you know what the problem is? So what I like to do is I like to describe combat as many people do you like to you know show you know explain what's happening you know you fall the table breaks you're on the bed you hit the pillow all that stuff and you're almost sort of injecting critical hits and fumbles there maybe without a chart but you know it seems like it's fun for combat that if you roll a one the sword goes flying whether it's yours or the goblins it just boy do i get tired of roll Hit, no hit, hit points. It's just, it's a war game now. And, you know, I, I like I liked to go to imagine the action. And I think the DM can assist with that. And and I think that is is part of what critical hits and misses do. So, and, and you know, and I was rightfully criticized when I said we're not playing with critical hits and misses. And then when somebody rolled a one, I'd say, okay, well, your sword flies out because I'm trying to bring in that, that theatrical nature of combat. And then the player, I think, is quite rightly calling me on that and saying, yeah, but what you're really doing is critical hits and misses. And you said you weren't going to do that. Um, and so it, can you have can you have a theatrical combat where stuff, not just what you're describing, but stuff is happening outside of just the hit or miss and not have it be a, a method of critical hits and misses? Because if you can't, I now think you're, you've really drabbed you're having a drab combat, perhaps. So that's all. No Mr. Nice Guy from Gormansky. That's good. Well, my take on that is uh, the I would if I'm not a fan because they're dangerous to the party. It's definitely more wild swings. You know, yeah, you could get lucky that, that they take out the dragon, but right. they're they're just as likely, more likely, because typically there are more monsters than than players. Right. So. Right. And it's a 5% chance regardless. So they may need, and again, some people adjudicate, if you need a 20 to hit and you roll a 20, it's not a critical. And again, you can kind of role play all that. Um, 
to me, I, I think like you know, there's a lot of people chattering about this. I think you can role play it. I think the part of it is, uh, you know, you, you can. I, I hear your point. There's no uh, teeth behind the dramatic things. I mean, you can look at the, the damage. You know, if you do eight points of damage, that's maximum damage. Well, you could say that really hurt more. And, uh, and, and, and someone like Carlos Lysing does an amazing job at that, right? Describing right. within the parameters of the rules, right? So I right. don't think Carlos Lysing is changing the effect. He's just describing what the eight hit points do. So that's a fair point. I mean, we've seen people do it extremely well, like Carlos. And I think you could open up what other systems do better which I think AD&D could do because it's an abstract system, is you could have the players want to ex- describe how they're attacking. Because some like newer players, they're much more into, oh, I kind of get to the side and, and try to shank them, you know, hoping it's an advantage to them. And we as DMs go, well, that's just an attack. You know, so we already start that process by poo-pooing players who say, well, I want to jump on the table and leap at them and stab. And immediately we go, oh, that's a minus four because you got to make a dex check and everything else. So instead of using critical hits and misses, you could be encouraging that kind of thing as long as it's in the realm of reality so that they initiate the how they attack and the result of it versus them just saying, I, I attack, they roll the 20, and now it's up to you as the DM to decide what the the, the result of that is. Yeah, I, I I I agree with you. I agree with all those points. And, and uh, but it's harder to do that. I mean, it's that's more work. Yeah, it is more work. It is more. And, work. and, and so, um, but it, again, since I started playing again, everyone wants criticals and fumbles, and you see them. They roll the twenty, yeah. and they go twenty, and then they look, and you just told them this doesn't make a difference, and you yeah. can just tell it's like uh. it's deflating. They wanted to be, yeah, right. Well, what you do is maybe, you know, maybe you have a negotiation. You know what you do? You tell the players, you create the shut table. You tell me what it is, but it's got to apply both ways. So it can't be like one way. You create it. It's yours. You know, I don't know. I never had play, even when we used critical hits or good hits and bad misses. I don't, even if people kind of didn't like it, I don't remember people being real upset about it. I, I don't know, but whatever. That's we, We've talked about this before. So obviously Gary has made it quite clear. He's not a fan. He's not a fan. It's not official, and he's not a fan. And and, and not to uh, impinge his reputation, but is some of this like the dwarf with Lord of the Rings? Is it because he's concerned that people will then gravitate towards other games or is it really he just doesn't like that yeah i don't know i mean it might be that he thinks yeah i don't i don't know i yeah you know i don't know it's quite interesting i don't know why he dislikes it yeah he hasn't really he's just said it's a two-way street but if the player's okay it's a two is that that his only problem with it i mean were people abusing it and making it a one-way street i mean maybe that's what his problem was and and you and i agree that's ridiculous what's good for i mean he's always never always give the monsters an even break that's the one of the lines i memorized from the dmg that's how it should be right and that's what i tell people you get 20s you know and every time that the player wants to jump off the ledge and strike and this and that if it's not a class feature Right then, yeah, the goblin's going to do that too if they can do it. Well, 
Well, I had, so I remember I was playing, I was DMing at a convention and a player jumped and wanted to do, and I'm all for stuff like that. He jumped down and wanted to do a roll and then like pop up behind somebody, something. Well, he had, he had a flask in his like backpack or something like that. And I said, well, you know, you got to roll for safe for that. I mean, you're rolling around on the ground with a flask and, and, you know, and I, I don't think he was thrilled. I think he understood it, but I think he was also surprised. Right. But I said, okay. I'll give you, you can try that, but you're also going to do a save on your, and it broke. And I think he was pretty unhappy about it. And I felt bad, but it seemed to me that's, you know, that's what would have happened if you're going to roll around with a flask, you know, on the ground. So, all right. Yeah. And and there's, and there's different ways too. So people putting the comments that, you know, it could just be completely narrative and that the dice roll determines how successful they are. So you know, I'm I'm describing the, the the how I'm using my long sword. I'm going for this, but it's there's no mechanic change. And and if you hit, great. What you want to do works. And there's other folks who go, well, if you do that, there's a minus. Or whatever. Again, the AD and D style, of course, is you never. It's hard to get bonuses. You're just trying to avoid getting right <laughs> getting negative. So right. anyway, um, whatever works for your. I hate to go that way. I mean, clearly, what Gary's saying, not a fan. This is this is what you do, but there's still a lot of room for interpretation. Okay, next one is dastardly deeds and de- devious devices. So these are kind of traps that made up, and again, it's okay. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a huge fan of yeah too many traps uh, unless they're interesting ones that you got to think about how to get out of them. Then that's okay. You can always get Grim book of traps. Exactly. I mean, this is got and, three- and I have it, and I don't know. I got to tell you, I, I know. I know Vic likes it a lot. I don't know. I'm I'm not a big fan of some of it's a little gotcha weird, which is okay yeah. if you're playing that thing. So here's a few. I'm not disparaging them, but to your point, I'm not a big trap guy. It's just hard to role play right people because then it just slows the game down. It's already slow where people are paranoid. If you start putting too many traps, then that's it. You, you can't get anything done. Well, and, and are there just traps random? I mean, right, for people traps live in the dungeon. Why are there, you know, they got to remember them. I mean, if it's Raiders of Lost Ark kind of tomb kind of thing, it's been trapped intentionally. That makes more sense. Yeah. Well, going back to the elves and dwarves, that's page 21. They go over the higher length, and skin, hands, handedness. Always worried about if they're ambidextrous or not. That's if, if a player asks if they're ambidextrous or not, they, we've got a problem. So these, so these were things that you could do for – so these are for first edition. I guess I didn't pay yeah. attention. Okay, so these are for – Yeah, they're, they're – so they, I saw all these different colors, and I was wondering if they were different. But what you're saying is, no, they line up with, with what well, they're, they're, they're just They're just how to color, you know, yeah. how to make, you know, what, what a elf should look like. So okay. it's, is it, again, seems – it's nice. I guess I didn't know I needed a chart to figure that out, but okay, cool. Uh, go and keep going. Oh, guerrilla warfare. I did not read the whole article. The reason I pointed it out was who is it from? Oh, there it is, Bill Fawcett. Right. Yeah, so uh, wrote angels. Who Gary was? I guess that's right. I guess was exactly hates his <laughs> publishes and Gary's angry. He's like seriously. And you know Mayfair Games. I mean, there you go. So yeah, coincidence or psychic phenomena? You be the judge. All right, moving on. So this is, I, I just noted this, TSR Hobbies UK. They want to announce the formation of their sister company, which is kind of interesting for our 
John Turnbull. British customers are directed to this firm. Trade inquiries are always welcome. There you go. I wonder if you can call 022-212-517. Who would start calling some of these numbers? That should be a new segment. <laughs> See who answers. Crank call, uh, something like that. But the problem is I don't think we can record it, you know, because without their permission, probably. Well, it depends what state it's in. Well, that is, and I don't know what laws of England are. I'm sure it's probably not easy. Okay, they could not put this in, in anything now, this picture. No. no. I can't believe that got by legal. I mean, like encouraging people to do that. <laughs> so, for the, so for those who are on the podcast, we're on page 55 and they have a picture of a man. Looks like he's on a guardrail. He has a, a, a rope. This is a picture. It's not a, 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 excuse me, a photograph. And he has a rope tied around his neck and there's like a cinder block that he's chucked over the side of the guardrail. And now he's following it. Looks like to his death. And it says, don't jump. And it's about how you can uh, get Dragon magazines if you've missed them. Um, I think at this point we have to say, if you're thinking about suicide, you should call the National Suicide Prevention in your country. Or that number above for TSR. Or TSR. Call Don Tobo. Don (laughs) Turnbull. See if he'll answer. All right. uh, Let's get to the monsters. So the Silky. From Tom Mulvey. I did not realize the Silky was written by Tom Mulvey. Now, the Silky. You know the Silky? I do know the Silky. If it's the same. Because it's in the Monster Manual, too. It's in Monster Manual, too. I didn't know that. I mean, I got to tell you, when I see Wear Seal, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Do do I need a Wear Seal? Do I? Page. What is this? Page 107. When I just turn pages in the Monster Man 2, just weirdness just jumps out at me. There's – oh, wait. They changed – oh, they call it a – it's a Selkie. Yeah, but it's the same thing. It's where – Why did they – but why did they change it? Silware. Why um, did they change Maybe they wanted to screw uh, – Molday. Right. They had to change it slightly? Okay. I mean, it's, right. it's, it's actually a little bit nerfed because this one's six hit dice and three, three plus three. Oh, Okay. But it seems to be almost the exact same thing. Yeah, okay. It's a wear seal, right? Right. Okay. Well, this one's called a wear seal. This one's called a sea wear. <laughs> seal, seal wear. wear. This is, the, this is the, the shark jumping the tank at this point. Yeah, seal wear sounds like <laughs> clothes that a seal wears. <laughs> Fashion. <laughs> watch her work. Watch her work the work the uh, catwalk in her you know, seal wear. I don't mind a seal wear or wear seal. I like lycanthropes of unusual varieties, but you know they're gonna be so. You really gotta have an adventure that's screaming for them, right? right. They. I, I, I'm not gonna be populating my adventure with with. with Wear seals, but okay, okay. Well, and and was it last month? They, they had a whole thing of different. Was it this or white dwarf? I can't remember. Had a whole the wear sloth, and the, there must have been a fascination <laughs> with wear <laughs> creatures back then. Well, yeah, I mean, because sure, why not? I mean, just pick any, pick any animal, name That's an right. animal, right? No, uh, badger. Badger. There you wear go. Badger. Wear badger. Let's have a wear badger. Why not? Right? Wear everything. Right? Wear beetle. 
Uh, all right. So it was okay. I mean, all right. I thank you. I didn't know it makes it into the monster manual too. The, the tomb tap. Tomb tra- tapper did not. Uh, but right. that's, that's an Ed Greenwood. So again, these are famous people who've wrote these. You know, I you know the tomb tower is okay. I mean, they work with what dwarves on occasion. Right. You know what I like much better was Roger Moore's. I think it was the the they're like the tappers. They just they're the dwarven undead, which had stolen. Do you remember? It's in the best of dwarves. Remember those guys? They're like these little undead dwarves, which are tapping because they they stole something and they're being punished. Because they died trying to steal something, and and they endlessly tap, and and I, I, I kind of like those a little bit better. Um, but Tim Tappers were, were yeah, he's a, he's a badass. Whatever this thing is, so yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah so, he's minus two, a lot of hit dice. Well, three attacks, four to twenty, four to twenty, ten to thirty. Wow, it's no elephant. It is no elephant. Exactly. <laughs> shall we do? Shall we do the tapper versus the elephant? Right. Next Tapping time. the tap, the tomb tapper. Okay. <laughs> All right. Then there's cartoons. They meh, meh. I'll just say meh. And this is when I figured out that melee was part of the fantasy trip because I've never played the fantasy trip. So no, I don't know anything about that. Or any metagaming Steve Jackson. Mm-hmm. So traveler advertisement. And now here's the adventure: the halls of. Bail door. Yeah, so it looked um I don't know anything about this one. It looked intriguing. I think it had been an old what dwarven cleric yeah. uh uh dungeon or, or whatever you want to call it. And uh yeah, and so you know it's hard to comment on these because we haven't run them. I I, I very much I think it's very hard to assess how good an adventure is unless you run it. And now I could be wrong about that. But I tend to think that, you know, the proof of the pudding is in the eating. So um, it looked in, it looked intriguing to me. I would like to run all of these old dungeon uh, – I'm sorry, Dragon Magazine adventures. Yeah, it's, it, it's, but it's long. It's three it levels, about 50 rooms. So I'm, I'm not to spoil alert. There's some cool things in here. I, I mean the maps are great. I mean look, they, they put a lot of time. It's, it almost looks like uh, Middle Earth role-playing. The, the fonts and the way it looks at like mm-hmm. so it is long it is long and so it's not and that's one of the unfortunately i think with the dragon magazine adventure i'd like to have something that i can run in a single session so but yeah so i thought it was an average um i'd give that dragon magazine two out of five stars two out of five wow well because what are you using from it what's the take what are you taking away from that dragon magazine that Gary hates critical roles. Yeah, and that's we can, we already knew that, and that you know, and and again, listen, you automatically lose a star from me if you don't have sage advice. Right. So I love Gene sage Wells. advice. It's so much fun. I really like sage advice. I'm very sad. I don't know if Gene Wells is still in the doghouse in the the, the Shadow this, Mastiff house at this point, right? Because of uh, B. I'm calling Vic, so hopefully he's still on. See if he okay. up. This has been a Bushy Puppy production. All rights reserved.